Camurray. Dude, I forgot about Towerfall. That game's rad. Tempted by the fruit of your father. Also, I forgot about that song, which is also red. Don't mind me being crude. What kind of? Why is it gold? It's hunting season. <laughs> Temp. Thank you. Temp. Huh? All right. Um. Bush. I'm drinking Bush. So this is limited edition Bush. Like, do you think there's people that like collect these? Oh, Hell fuck yeah. yeah, dude. That's awesome. I agree. I should probably do that. They had the beer cans with the football teams on them last year. That's Bud Light, right? Isn't yeah, it that was. their deal? Yep. Oh, yeah. Didn't they have like orange browns cans or something? Sure did. Yep. Sure I, did. Actually, I know all about it. I collected a bunch of them. All 32 teams. Got them on display right up on my fireplace. We went cross country to get all these football bears. Live from Saskatchewan, Canada. Drank them, crumpled them, though. Is that, you got Beer a re- talk. You got a real fireplace here, right? Or is that fake? That's a real fireplace, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just actually, my new house has a real fireplace, so I need to learn um, the ways. Be a Kenny Loggins. Of the fireplace. Do you guys use it? Never. Never. Hmm. I mean, not because we're opposed to, but just because of, I oh, don't think it's right next to it. I've never thought about it. Well, yeah, I guess the first year we lived here, our TV was on that. Right. So You know what's also great about not using the fireplace is you never come home one day and there's a fucking bird in your home. So, Well, you just got to close the flue when you're done. Sometimes like they get in, sometimes because sometimes it'll be like caked up with stuff and so it'll be creak uh, enough for them to... Luckily, though, I have a, a grill like that, so you can just close that and a bird won't even... Won't be able to get in. No, 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 no. No birds in this house this week on the games. Okay. That's what I thought I saw on the... Beautiful. We're going we're gonna to do a couple takes here. Okay. A couple hard takes. It's been a... I only like soft been takes. a few weeks. This couple spit takes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been thinking about getting a, sp- nope. a spittoon for my house. Just for general spits? Yeah, and uh, I, I want to get a metal one so it makes that noise like in Ow. cartoons. Yeah, and uh, I'll learn how to like what's it called, gleeking when you can like uh, shoot your yeah. spit. It's like a like a gland under your tongue that you can fire off. Yeah, I'll kids would do that on each other who knew how to do that when we were in school. I was always jealous. I couldn't never figure it out. I for a period of time I I thought I had it because I could do it every once in a while, but I I have totally forgotten that that is even a thing. I can I can do this. That's pretty good. That's my tongue. I still. just end up salivating out of my mouth like the alien, like next to Ruby, and just 
Have you ever? I don't think I've ever seen a spittoon in real life, though. Like, what? What would you do if you went over to somebody's house and you're like, "Well, what's that weird metal vase? That's my spittoon." No, that's because no one that is of class to use spit or need a spit thing. They just use like Gatorade bottles, the floor, or a polar pop cups. Yeah, or their wife or something. Yeah. <laughs> wipe it on the cat. <laughs> yeah, dude. They just use their fucking pet, uh, like guinea pig. Come here, or chim chim. I got some mouth sauce. Just the concept of somebody who's like super fucking classy but spits all the time is, I guess it's strange. I always like that about snuff. Like you just pull out a little tin of fucking cocaine. Like, oh, mm, uh, here we go, gentlemen. Move for the evening. Oh, fuck yeah. I love it. Dude, oh, I'll suck dick for it. This dude I work with uses snuff and I just don't get it. Oh, like modern snuff? Like the fucking tobacco snuff? Yeah, that you like. Yeah, not that. Not obviously not the. Uh, like the old timey, like, like medicinal snuff. Yeah, I'm with, using air quotes that you can't see. Drugs in it. No, just like like nasal tobacco, you know, and uh, that's fucking gross. Dude, that me and Brian used to work with Shohan. He used to do mm. the, the the dippy. Yeah, the dip, mm-hmm. and he would talk about when he would quit, how he'd have to like let it heal because it had eaten like a Ugh. pit in his face. Mm. A bunch of dudes mm. I work with dip too, and. I work in a factory, so they just like spit all over the floor all day. It's real fucking gross. I put my hand up on your hip. When you dip, I dip. We dip. I know that's right. Hey yo, relax into a red velvet chocolate slice of this year. Cream garapate. Pikasetsa. Will Pikasets live beyond 2017? I'm concerned. There's been a lot of rumor. And oh, that everybody's just going to stop? Yeah, and I don't know. I, I don't say know. fuck those people. I mean, global warming is right. going to... True, the climate yeah. happened. Yeah. We have climate. A whole climate out there. Sometimes it changes. Well, this wouldn't be the first time, um, you know, video games have... They might just delay 2018 to 2019. Yeah, That's they true. might just delay the whole thing. All the hurricanes. Yeah. <laughs> The, the, slur- the slur- slur- Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, so it's been a, a couple weeks since we've required aid. Um, this year has been scheduling. You know, it becomes harder, but I, I've not given up. Well, so we've been, we've been closer to a every two week time kind of yeah, podcast. lots and of unforeseen circumstances. And also, we chatted about this. Like you and me, probably could have done one last week, but it was kind of like we didn't really have much to add to the conversation. Yeah, and, I mean, even though we've had two weeks, like. I worked today, which I wasn't planning on doing, and the two days before were 12-hour shifts. Anyways, um, yeah, so I've been so tied up, but uh, I guess I'll lead off pitch bat. I'll lead off the bat pitch. Strike three. I got a PlayStation 4 Pro. Take your base. Uh, I got the white one that comes with Destiny 2, and it comes with a fancy pants version of Destiny 2. That It's a $100 retail version, and you know what? I thought Destiny 1 was all right. I played the vanilla Destiny, so I know that's not like the good version of it. And I also played it solo, which is not like the ideal way to play that game. And this one is supposed to be much better, even in terms of campaign and stuff. But I'm going to try to sell it before I crack it open. Because I don't need a $100 version of that game. Yeah, you could just sell it and then get the $60 version. If you really wanted to play it, yeah. See, at that point, I wouldn't because I'd probably have to sell it for 80 or Or just wait until some more of the content is out and then get it for 40 or something when it's on sale. Well, no, if I'm ever thinking about buying or like playing this game, I just, I, it's right there, you know? So the idea of me getting rid of that to get another version of uh, it, I just probably wouldn't do it. Yeah, that's true. Um, but 
Is that is that PS4 Pro just white? I know the the standard PS4 last year's or the Destiny One edition had like a Destiny yeah, graphic. Yeah, it on is it. plain white, okay. which is awesome. Um, so I bought that, and I'll sort of walk through my experience of doing that because, uh, as anyone who listens to this knows, I'm wondering if it's been fucking worth it at all this entire time since it came out about a year ago. Um, a little under a year, actually. I think it came out in November. Um, but I've got the 4K TV, so I wanted to do that. Um, so I bought some dog action upstairs. Uh, I bought that, and uh, it comes with a one terabyte drive, and I had a two terabyte in my PS4, but instead of like taking that out, uh, since they ex- support externals, now I just have that hooked up as an external um, two terabytes. So I have like three terabytes. I actually got some more space now working with this one. Um, How many USB ports does it have on it? It has, I think, three, because uh, there's two in the front and I think one in the back. Okay. Um, I had a USB hub on the old uh, PS4 that I got. It was some third-party one um, that had, like, five ports, but one didn't work. So I, I would use the, like, uh, receiver for the gold headset and uh, charging cable and the VR headset and then occasionally something else. But I think if I ever plugged in, like, four things, it didn't it didn't work. Probably so, doesn't have enough um, bandwidth. Yeah, for yeah, probably not enough power going to to right. support all four. Uh, once you because it just it just plugs into one, so it's just divvying up what goes to one. So it's probably just drawing right too drawing few. too much power from the because yeah because drawing not enough power. Or that's what I mean because yeah. um, there's not enough power because it has a, an internal power supply. So it's probably mm-hmm. so um, the actual process of swapping PlayStation to PlayStation is pretty good now they um they let you transfer everything via uh land cable ethernet cable um which i didn't know otherwise i would have bought one at the time and i actually had to go buy one because i couldn't find one in my house i'm pretty sure they're all at my old house um so i did that to transfer over like saves and everything but i just stuffed the like normal hard drive and then i actually ended up losing some things because in order to format something as an external hard drive like you can't just take rip something out of a PS4 hard drive and plop it right into an external housing, which is basically what I did. So I've I've only lost games that I wasn't playing. So and and I didn't really lose them. I can re-download them at any time. Sure. Um, but uh, my brief time with that, I have uh, revisited a few games, and I was showing you guys Battlefield One, uh, which I have been playing a lot, and that game looks really really good uh, in this TV and uh, on this. PlayStation 4 Pro. I would say my immediate um, impression, because I haven't actually played a lot of it, even though I got it uh, Wednesday, I've probably played like four or five hours total, um, is that it is not like, still not the must-have thing, but the thing that is worth it if you have the 4K TV. So to me, like the idea of me getting this with a 1080p TV, like a lot of people seem to have been doing, is ludicrous stupid unless i had plans to get 4k tv like yeah not much for just for future proofing purposes that makes sense um but i'm also not like a stickler for frame rate and stuff like that so true um but i i will say that i'm very happy with it i loaded up horizon uh and battlefield check those out i loaded up last of us and i never played the uh left behind dlc so it dawned on me that now's a good time to do that uh because i definitely want to get a little more last of us before the next of us happens next year um and then i think a good showpiece would be like 
that new Uncharted shit. Um, I was thinking about actually uh, red boxing that because uh, I don't want to pay forty dollars for it. Here's a question: the people who bought the original Uncharted season pass, they get it for, for twenty dollars. Get that as part of that because it was originally supposed to be the single player DLC. Yeah, can you still buy that and get that because you would be? It's it costs more money now. Oh, does it? Do you know how much? Is it forty? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because because I think originally it was twenty bucks. Yeah, it was originally it was twenty or thirty. I I'm forget. gonna look it up right now. But yeah, it dawned on me that like that might be cheaper than buying the full game just because you already have Uncharted Four anyways. Um, but I don't know what that case, so I'm gonna find the answer out to that uh, right now. But uh, yeah, I will say in my limited time with the PlayStation Four Pro, I've enjoyed it. The disc drive makes a lot more noise when it takes a disc, which was concerning at four at four at first four score, um, yeah and then i googled it and apparently it's a common thing they just sound bad <laughs> okay um i don't know i bought a warranty so i'm not really worried about it anyways um yeah i was thinking about uh i mean i think i can beat that uncharted dlc in like two days which will cost me like six dollars if i run it so yeah no no shame in, that, in that because that's what you did for the main game isn't it yeah i just rented the main yeah i beat that main game i think i paid like nine bucks to play it when it came out and I don't, i'm never i was never gonna play it again so yeah uh actually i was thinking about playing it again just like because i like the story well, and stuff. I, i'm probably gonna play a mission just because i bet it looks fucking gorgeous on uh, just uncharted that too, yeah. yeah. I would like to play it on my uh, on my OLED with the old HDR. Well, see, it looks like just microtransactions are up there, so maybe they took away the season pass. They might have. Before. They might have done that. Yeah, because I just see coin currency and avatars. Because originally it was gonna be like a left behind, which is like a like little three or four hour yeah kind of thing, and I think it's supposed to be like eight to ten hours long. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So that is my brief uh, tenure with the PlayStation Four Pro. Enjoying it. Uh, I like that it, it, it looks is, nice too. That is a nice creamy white. I think I I think the black one looks fucking stupid. I don't. I think it looks like a Big Mac. I mean, this one does too, but it looks like an Oreo Big Mac. I think the, the white one looks better because it's got the two tone. It's got the black stripes on the side. It looks like tiramisu. Yeah, I definitely think it looks better. Yeah, it looks way better than the black one. I don't really like the black one, but plus there's like plenty of space on the top to put like your drinks and shit so that's awesome it doubles yeah. up the or, one or I your get, xbox i gotta put a <laughs> just put the whole fucking xbox i gotta put it in back in my entertainment system and the one thing uh is i'm actually gonna order a splitter for playstation vr because vr stupidly the processing unit blocks the hdr signal Make so if i were to hook that up uh and I've done my research into it. You have to uh, get a very specific one. A 4K at 60. Well, HD, yeah. Well, and a like there's, I think there's a thread on NeoGAF. You there is. Hit up. I because because already even, have because even some of the ones that are 4K at 60 still won't work. You have to get like a specific brand. Yeah. Like, a specific model. Trust me, I know. It. Yeah. I've I've visited that thread as soon as I followed I bought it. This. I followed it from the inception of when this all happened, like last year. You just go deeper. Just because of how fucking batshit crazy it seemed to me. Yeah, it's a 20 it's a 20 splitter that you need if you want to um not cock block yourself HDR uh and use PlayStation VR and then you just swap over. Now, either that or you could what I originally do, did you was could just um, switch your HDMI cables. Switch my HDMI cables but it will probably wear down the port and it would be easier for me to just press a button um Sure. So I probably won't have the VR hooked up until I buy that. It's just one of those weird small why moments. Oh, dude. Uh, <laughs> similarly, I 
uh, the Vizio TV that I have doesn't have a coax. So I use a digital antenna to watch football on Sundays and I'm watching it on a fucking tiny TV upstairs because yeah. so I need another thing that's like an external tuner so I can plug it in coax and output HDMI to watch fucking free channels <laughs> uh, yeah. because they took the tuner out of their fucking TVs. Oh, it's yeah. fucking nuts. I heard that they updated this the P series now so that you can actually like you don't have to cast shit to the TV to use the internal apps. You can like use a you, you could like use a remote app on your phone and like actually like there's an interface now and shit on their newest firmware. Well, the the remote app has always been there. Well, I mean, um like when you if you want to play Netflix or something, like you don't have to cast it from the tablet or whatever. You can like you probably just use the PS4 anyway. I just use my phone whenever i want to cast anything oh. to it but i rarely yeah i rarely cast anything to it because there's no point when i have an xbox and a, mm. a ps4 and a ps3 and a switch hooked up to it and oh yeah and i finally i removed the nes classic in order to accommodate two ps4s for the time being uh but now i've unhooked that other ps4 i just have to reformat that drive and, and sell that bitch so yeah that's uh that's a ps4 pro experience it's not everything i played but i don't i want to dice that up real quick and i want to take too much time michael yeah r kelly i wish that was my full name that'd be awesome <laughs> what uh what have you been playing uh all right F- let's see well i played more battlegrounds obviously i did buy a new fancy mouse um that has more buttons on it and a better scroll bar and dpi control so i can nerd it up when i'm playing it and uh better uh, control my sensitivity and so on and so forth uh, so I played that. I did the big shiny achievement. I finally beat Persona. Oh, Persona Five. Yes. So that was ninety nine hours and twenty five minutes. Yeah, that's right. I final saw clock. I saw you tweet about it. Now. Uh, yeah, dude, that actually was pretty rough. I was actually super bummed out the rest of the night after I beat it. Like I kind of had a, like a mental slump because it was just like that's a lot of fucking time to spend doing something. So you were bummed just because of the the. Just because it was over, but not, but not from the actual ending or anything. No, no. Actually, I got the what the quote unquote true perfect ending. Oh, nice. So uh, that was cool. I did that seem like it was harder or as hard as it was in four? No, way easier. Okay, it seemed like as long as you weren't a nutsack and you weren't playing the game like an ass, you got the true perfect ending, which is good because I kind of don't like jumping through loopholes to get the best thing. Yeah. Um, so that was cool. And it was super obscure to get the one and four. Yeah. Did you um, ever beat Persona 4, Matt? No. Um, it's good. So what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So I beat it. So um, damn it. I lost my train of thought. I was going to say something. Oh, this is exactly like I remember Persona 4 was the same way for me, which is not the final boss, but like one of the sub bosses just before the final boss is a huge piece of shit. And I hated it. Like, I had to go out and spend, like, an hour... Grinding? No, not even grinding. Finding this certain set of things to get this certain persona that would have these certain moves that I needed to beat this one boss. Mm. And I was like, well, that's not fun. So I was actually pretty annoyed, but then got to the last boss, and the last boss is super fucking cool and is, like, really, really awesome. Mm. And then the story is obviously fun. So, yeah, so I just, just shy of 100 hours spent in that world. Nice. Yeah, which I was like breaking down. I was like, oh, that's like even less time than I spent. Like, I mean, like, it's less time I spent watching The Sopranos, for Christ's sake. 
Like, because there weren't, uh, or about the same time. Because how many episodes of The Sopranos? Wait, no. There were six seasons of The Sopranos. The last season was broken, too. That's way less time than How many episodes were there per... I think it dotted around. I think the first season was only like six episodes. That's typical. No, that's what I'm what I'm, I missed. But I'm saying that was more time than I spent watching The Sopranos. So okay. It, well, you yeah. probably rewatched The Sopranos. So who knows? That's true. Anyway, but I mean, even like you know how attached you get to like characters in a TV show or something like that. Yeah. It's just like it's so weird that I spent so long so long doing that. So yes, I finally beat that, and it was really awesome. And I'm very happy with uh how i uh how would i how i did that and there's like just fun little after the action shit that you take care of that's silly and goofy but Mm -hmm. totally persona uh ish um so after i beat that i went and revisited the other big venture i quit to play persona which was horizon aha dear darn yes uh so i jumped back into that i played for maybe a couple hours last night and i do I got to get back into the like action of it because I was like playing really bad. But I will say, I have not had so much trouble in a game with missions that I was so over leveled and over equipped for. I almost feel like you can throw the level like mission recommendation out the window in that game sometimes. Yeah. I think okay. So. Then that makes sense because like the things I was doing, I'm like, well, I'm really struggling and I'm double the level that I need to be for this. Can I ask if it was a mission where you're in like this arena almost? And there's a NPC on your side because I definitely played that mission the most. I wasn't in any. like an arena, but there was an NPC with me in this. I mean, one. it was like a canyon, but it was like basically like a round with uh, the one level with where it had two of those excavator yeah. guys. Yeah, that took me like 15 tries. Yeah, that took me like 15 until tries. I realized that I hadn't upgraded to the where you can quiver three arrows at once. Yeah, I hadn't done that and either. Just, yet. And as soon as I did that, I could one-shot all the guys that were on the perimeter so I wouldn't get an alert until I wanted to. I think it had. I think I just need to get better at timing dodging because I seem to get hit literally every time that they want to hit me. Well, it'll happen at uh, several points because there's other points. Like, there was a boss I cheesed in that game, the first, like, tank-like dude. Mm-hmm. Have you gotten to that point? Oh. I think I have. I have fought a really huge... There's like a snowy area. Oh, uh, where? Yeah, okay. I think I have. Yeah, been and there. like when you first it's find like it, f- it's like a fucking Metal Gear. Or something. Yeah, when I first found it, I like went on top of this area where he couldn't get to me, and I could get to him. I think if I remember correctly, like there's like a little building in the corner there, and you can just like pop out on one side of the building and shoot at him, and he'll start shooting at you, and you can run around the building to the other side, and he'll be looking at where you were, and you can shoot at him, and you can just run back and forth around that yeah, building. Yeah, I, I, more I also, uniquely, I don't think that game is like actually hard. I just think it does you a have poor job at slash no job yeah. at like holding your hand through shit. And um, it has, like you have to use specific tools it wants you to at certain times, because it's like expecting you to like, use like the rope caster for this and that, but it doesn't tell you any yeah because i do kind of have a similar i just i think i need to be more cautious because i get pretty aggro and i think i'm too aggressive sometimes you can get like three two or three shot by like most robots and but like well, later, yeah. later in the game like once you've really like kind of upped your shit i it definitely felt like i could fucking take shit on however I oh yeah that definitely happens okay yeah, yeah i'm just not to that point it's yet. like the last yeah. maybe the last third of the game is there's, de- there's definitely a, pe- a decent period i spend that game where i'm like like at odds with some of the combat stuff and then you sort of ramp up and then i feel like it happens twice like the first third of it like 
like at the back half of that first third gets like really fucking hard mm-hmm. and then like you get you gear up and get better abilities so then like on the second third of it the front half of that is is pretty easy but then once you get like moving through that whole desert area with like the rock throwers and stuff mm-hmm. it gets fucking hard again yeah and then and then rinse and repeat and it happens again for the last third it, yeah. he- it helps if you do some of the side stuff which i didn't do too much of but i've I'm, been doing a little bit back and forth i usually will do kind of like well since i've since i started restarted again yesterday i've just done a couple straightforward mm-hmm. and once you get like the missions. the best i forget what the best bow is called but it's like really obvious which one it is yeah um but once you get once I got that bow and like, and it has like armor shattering arrows that are not the terror blast ones, but it has like the arrows like do like more damage than that. <laughs> That's one. generally what I've been doing is using the terror blaster like up front and just whack 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 like hosing real bad and then just trying to kind of dodge around and hit you. Another thing is I feel like each enemy has a very specific way that you can like kill it pretty fast. Yeah, to an extent, some are just a pain in the ass no matter what. Because like some of the like shit, whenever it says it's like weak to fire or ice, I always thought like, yeah, I'm going for direct blast because that is doing way more hits on the health bar than yeah. that. Like because you have to build up the fire and, then keep and build up the fire ice. on it to keep it going. Yeah, yeah. and it, it just ends up being as time consuming. Whereas like I thought those like blast, I'd use the tripcaster with the blast fucking wires on them and shit and i thought that was one of the most effective things in the game also the trip caster never fucking sets an alert no one ever notices that this rope is being fucking deployed yeah. at their feet oh i love that dude um That's, and i yeah i milk like the that. shit out it's of so that goofy, yeah. i think the only enemies i really had a huge problem with was the the rock thrower and the um the Stormbird. This, that not, one's not, a pain in the ass. That Stormbird's no joke, dude. Not, yeah. not that the Stormboard, Stormbird is like super difficult. It's just really time consuming. It's kind of tedious. the least fun thing to fight. Maybe. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Whenever I saw one, I'd be like, oh, man, fuck. And I just but try I'm, to run away. I'm glad it, it's in there. It's cool. It me. is cool. I I mean, I think I probably only fought like four or five of them yeah, throughout I think, the game. No, I think I fought like two or three. Because so. um, anytime I'd see one, I'd usually just go. Um, but yeah, so I'm playing that. It does look gorgeous. That's one thing you'll say for that always. And like... Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it's fun. I like... Sh- I just... It is really s- like satisfying when you're hitting big hits with the bow. Mm-hmm. Or like you get like one, two, three like really good strikes on like their fuel pod or whatever might be their weakness on, yeah. on them. So it is a super sad, and I really like using. Um, is it the which one's the one that like ties them to the ground? That's the rope caster. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, because the trip caster is the other one. I really do like using the rope caster and going in and fucking swatting shit out of them with uh, with melee. And then some of the um, some of the mobs are really like conducive to using melee on them. Like if they have a really huge lunge and they miss you and they just completely expose themselves to your back, mm-hmm. I usually will do like heavy melee, light, light to knock some armor off and then a heavy, a heavy melee again to, and then get the fuck out. That's usually enough to kill most things too. That heavy melee exactly. is no joke. Right. Especially, yeah, especially if you're hitting them in like really good spots and knocking a lot of armor off. Um, so it, it is fun and it's like the dynamics of the game are really cool and it's, and I think it does like the combat does flow really well. That's one thing that's nice about it. Um, so I did play that for a couple hours, and I'll. I think I'm like 22 hours in. So I'll. Yeah, you you'll be coming around the top of the hillside if you fought that first stormbird. That that comes like sort of like three quarters away, and I feel yeah, like. I'd say that. Um, I would say make sure you have you been finding the like the power cores or whatever to um, to get the. You might not know even know that might be a spoiler. Uh, have you found any like? 
Uh, have you been exploring like the ancient ruins? Are you talking about the thing that gives you more creatures that you can? No, no. There's like there's an armor you can unlock mm. not till end game. Yeah, but you need oh, like, okay. these special items that you collect throughout the game. I think there's three. Either there's I three haven't yet, or, or five, I have and I don't know about it yet. But either yeah. way, that's a, that's a cool like little journey it sends you on. It, well, I'm scratching my dog's asshole. I just looked over. Yeah, I would say uh, um, <laughs> like probably about right now where, where you're at in the game. It's, it's a cool journey of scratching. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> Google where the the power cells are. Um, and just get get all the ones that you okay. have access to right now. So that way, when you get to the mission where you can get the last one, you can just immediately go and get the end game armor because cool. it's it's fucking dope. Yeah, right, it's nice. Yeah. Um, so I have been playing, and I mean, I liked that a lot the first time I played it, and I like um, playing it now. I actually don't see myself really switching from the four weapons I have on my wheel. I really like the four I have. I kind of stuck um, with mine. That's what I I've heard actually a lot of people say that like kind of once they got because the thing is once you get into a rhythm of how you play the game, it's kind of weird to upset that rhythm. There are definitely times I would have really liked to have that sling with the like just to shoot bombs at people. I mm-hmm. rarely use that thing. And that's what see I was not using it hardly ever. It's just I've come into now a couple like villages where there's like oh there's three dudes just sitting around shooting bows at me and it would be really nice to just be like plop. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of few and far between. So yeah, um, they yeah. definitely they they intersperse the weapons out weirdly. The whole the, the, like that game has like flaws. Sure, like, I think and not like super significant ones, but no. ones that like it is unbalanced at times. Like the beginning of that game did not suck me in at all. Uh, but then, like, but as a whole, like the entire product is really good. Yeah, I yeah. Think, I think the flaws that it does have all seems like shit that there's no way they could have even realized until like right at the end of development and, and by and that point it's probably too late and, and the fact that it is like of extreme departure from the type of games that like kills that team did make for so long is kind of telling that it would have some random things that like yeah are kind of they're um, the kind of things you'd expect out there that you right. you don't think that like normal games like this and have. The actual like, the gameplay loop itself is like really nice. Like I mm. like the leveling up is appropriate. I like the skill trees because like there are some that you really don't need to go down at all, mm. and it doesn't really punish you for those at all. Um, because I'm like have filled almost entire trees up while not touching much of others, and um, it's cool. Like I just like getting a mount when I want to, riding on like a fucking robot like. Longhorn Ram is pretty fucking cool, and like uh, you know, going through that, and so it's pretty slick. So I, I do like it. I'm just like, I think I do have to get in my mind to throw the level level recommendation. Just don't don't even pay attention to it because that seems to be like being like. No, I was constantly like, over leveled and still challenged. Okay, yeah, cool. I feel the same way. Uh, that's good to know. So, I'm very interested to see that DLC is probably going to be awesome since they kind of know what they're doing now and it's probably going to be way more polished yeah i'd imagine i'm um, looking forward to that and the zelda dlcs because those games came out around the same time i think horizon came out first in february and zelda was obviously yeah but right it's um, early march but just a really really good game like and i remember why i did enjoy playing it so that's cool uh the other game i was playing on ps4 to kind of go i played a smaller game to go along with a bigger game i played uh the flame and the flood Oh, okay. Uh, and that game is fucking cool. Really cool. It is difficult, but it's really cool. What is that like? Uh, I don't really... I it's wanna like say a rogue... It's like a roguelike, procedurally generated river that you're going down. 
Okay. At least I'm pretty sure it's rogue. Like I, th- I think it's procedural generated. But you're traveling on a river on a raft. It's you and a dog, and basically the entirety of the game is like a survival, um, inventory management game. Okay. So you have like hunger, thirst, warmth, fatigue. So you have to sleep, which will reset your fatigue. But then that takes a little bit of like, um, hunger and thirst. It'll like light that down because you're using that per while you sleep and then you have to like craft clothes that are better and more suited for you as you go along and then so there's all kinds of like elemental stuff you'll come across like you can get cuts and scrapes which then then get infected if you don't take care of them or you can get like injured which will break bones which then you'll have to like craft splints to take care of and if you don't and sometimes like sepsis will set in which will then kill you unless you like get medication for it so is it like a survival game yeah, it's like a yeah, it's like a survival inventory management. I say so you're going down, but it's also like traveling down this river. Okay. So you're going on the raft, and then you're traveling down the river. And what you'll do is you'll come up to spots that you can like dock, and then look for supplies, look for places that will have shelter. Look for some places already have like a fire built, which you need the fire to do certain things. But it's a lot of like crafting. And then, like I said, inventory management. So you're getting your. So you'll get like rags, and then you'll get like sticks and saplings, and then you'll get like cattails and all the stuff. And you use all that to build other things, which then often you'll tear up to use to build other things. Kind of sounds like Don't Starve. I haven't played that, but it sounds like it would probably be similar. Mm-hmm. And so then you'll create like fires, or you'll create like traps. Or then you'll create like bigger things. I know that you can create a bow at one point because a lot of times it'll tell you it like has the thing of what you can make. It's just you have to get the certain things to make it mm-hmm. along the way. Um, and then you'll have like you get a jar to start off with, and then like a water purifier which only has a certain amount of uses. So then you have to like make another water fire water purifier eventually. Or like if you find a well, or if it rains, you can just use the jar to collect fresh water that you don't have to purify. Mm. But also you have to worry about like if it's raining out, you'll get wet, which will make you sick. Or like I've got like fire ant bites. Like a lot of times you can see the thing that you're able to avoid. Like it'll be like a patch of brambles, which will cut you if you're not careful. Mm-hmm. Or like ant hills. Or I've run into fucking rattlesnakes. Um, and then the further down, like the further you go down the river, kind of the more treacherous it gets. So you get to like more city environments, which pretty much always have wolves. Which, unless you have a bow or like a torch to scare them away, they will just relentlessly murder you. Um, so it gets pretty tough. So I've only got to like the third or fourth section, and I think there's ten. There's ten for sure, yeah, because it says three or four of ten. Um, and then the whole time you're just like navigating through the river, and then you can upgrade your raft as well to have like a shelter on it, so you're not getting sick in the in the rain, or it'll have like extra storage or stuff like that. Um. The art style, I do not like at all. I think it looks cruddy. Um, yeah, I was looking at it a little bit. It just that's just personal preference, though. Some people like might like that style, but it's like really like jagged and unrealistic looking. It's just yeah. kind of like polygonal almost is the word maybe. Um, I don't like, but that doesn't really take away too. The music's pretty cool. Like sometimes there's like full on like with vocals like country ballads, which interesting. It, once you get used to it, it's actually it's it was kind of like jarring the first time you hear it because it's so weird. But it also like this is supposed to be kind of like the back country because I guess it's like you're in like an entire flood. Like the river is only there because it's flooded over. Um, and so you'll meet characters along the way sometimes who will then give you things and stuff like that. 
Um, but yeah, it's interesting. I actually like it a lot. I actually ended up playing for like three hours one night without even thinking about it and then was streaming it for a while because I thought it was a pretty interesting game. Um, but it is fine. But like I said, I, it's difficult because you have so little space when you're managing your inventory that sometimes you're just, you don't know what you should be taking because you never know what you're going to find. I feel so aimless in games that, that are like that that I actually I get really frustrated. The first That's, couple times I play, I really did feel like yeah. overwhelmed. I'm just like, uh, what the hell am I even doing? And then there's a cool little component. There's a dog with you, like I mentioned, and mm-hmm. you can put items on the dog. And every time you die and start over again, whatever you left on the dog, you will start with again. Okay. Because the theory is like that the dog is going from person to person. Ah. Because right. like at the beginning of the but game. But do you look the same every Yeah, you look the same. Oh, well, that's, um, but I that's think a you can, touch that they should have. I think you can choose the dog to be different. Well, that doesn't make sense. No, it's weird. Um, and you do always start in the same place. Like that's always. I, I Like I said, when I say it's procedurally generated, I think it is. Like they always have little titles for where you're landing, but I don't remember being in the same place every time. But I may just be bullshitting. So that's all right. Um, so I played that for a while, and then uh, not a fact-based podcast. Yeah, I don't, who cares? The about society that? is no longer built on truth. Um, and the last couple of things I played, um, I played a couple <laughs> things on my Vader. I tried to play one of the that Steins Gate game. That it's like a visual it, novel. Yeah, that was a visual novel. Uh, that was real shitty. Oh boy, <laughs> it it was yeah, it, anime. It was anime ish, yeah. But it was oh my god, it would be like if a fucking like seven year old at your family reunion was running up to you and like just yelling a story in your face. Did with, you buy that? Or was it on PS Plus? I don't remember. If I did buy it, it was super cheap. Okay. I think it was on sale for like three dollars. I think that's what it was. I think okay. I got it for like three bucks. Yeah, because I didn't see it on Plus. Um, but it's just it throws you into immediately. And like, the guy's like talking to a phone that's off, and then like the person was like, "Why your phone's off? Why are you talking to it?" And he's like, "Oh, okay." And then they just never go back to it. And then he ste- he keeps doing it. The it's fucking weird, and it just it it throws you into the middle of something that's happening that you have no idea what's going on, but it doesn't like do like a. All right, we'll get back to this later. It's just like, all right, you should know what's going on. And it's like, I I don't. You didn't give me any reason to. And then it's just really badly like I don't usually criticize things in like a quantifiable like this is bad type deal. Something usually I'm just like, I don't really like this. But to me, like it's just really poorly written. Yeah. So I it's probably translated, so it's probably Well, it might be poorly written and poorly translated, I guess. So I was like I put it down and then I like left it loaded because it also didn't save for like the first 20 minutes there was no save point which is annoying at the beginning of a game especially a visual novel yes exactly and so i was like oh well i just like put it in sleep mode i was like i'll come back to it and then i just closed and like i'm just never gonna play this game uh so i'll probably never play that again sounds smart uh and then the other game i played on vita i downloaded crypt of the necro dancer and started that fuck yeah uh i think that is a game that is not for me oh i love that game i can't do rhythm either that's and once again so this is like on the other end like i don't think it's quantifiably a bad game i think it's actually pretty interesting and i think it's neat but i'm just so bad at keeping the rhythm that like i'm inept and i'm like i'm just bad at this game that game that game is also incredibly difficult i noticed that it's it's not just you like I did find there is, however, a guy that you can play that you, there is no rhythm to keep track of. So you can, I guess, just play the game as like a dungeon crawler. Dude, the music is so good. Dude. It is. That is really fun. And I do like kind of the idea of it, of like there's little blobs and you have to kind of memorize 
how they move. Dude, the best thing is like when a certain part of the song comes and you're by like the item shop guy, like as you get closer to him, you hear him start singing along with it. And he's like, and he (laughs) sings along with the thing. I love the little skeletons that shimmy when they're about to attack. That's like one of my favorite because like the skeletons will jump and they'll sit and if you can if they're like just not moving you can attack them but then they like throw their arms up over their head and they just start shimmying when they're gonna attack so you know to like stay away from them. The other thing about that game though is like the more you play it, the easier it gets because you can like build up your hearts and stuff. Like all, That's your, true. all your upgrades are permanent, mm-hmm. so by the time you've played a couple hours of it, you'll be consistently getting past the first level at least. No, and it is a game that when I put it down, I wasn't like, oh well, fuck this. I was like. All right, well, I want to give this some more tries. So it is a game that I, although I think, once again, like you said, I think I'm just bad at rhythm games, which is part of it, but I do like the music and I do like the, like the, um, atmosphere of the game. I would say, I would say, get, like, play it for like an hour or so more and see, yeah. if you, see if you can get the hang of it. We got some squeak eggs. He's trying to squeak along the beat. He's hearing us talk about He's like, oh, did it sound something like this? My dog's got a cone on his head and he's, he's playing with a toy for the first time all week and I feel, reticent to take it from him yeah but at the same time it's he's he, ruining our he life finds a way <laughs> life finds to a interfere way. with the podcast no matter what uh anywho but now wait that, now he's distracted that game's super cool and and uh <laughs> i almost thought he was just gonna sh- you'll probably also figure more. out like which weapons you like the best as you play more too that's true because like some like some of the weapons have like can reach like three squares long but like they have pros and cons. I do like the one so far that has like the wide swing. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. So I, um, yeah, but it's an interesting game and I think it's kind of well crafted. Like you said, I do like the music. It's very interesting. And just like the kind of falling through trap doors and then you're in some random area and then like you're used to fighting these little like blobs and skeletons and then like a golden dragon appears and you have to like. And you're like, away. oh shit, 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 shit. Yeah, exactly. Well, so it's a pretty interesting game nonetheless. And I've heard a lot of good things about it and I just. I think kind of practicing getting used to the rhythm and then getting used to how the game functions is, is going to be what I want to try to do when I play that a little more. I think the other cool thing, I well, yeah, I don't know how you would do it, but I, I have it on uh, PC, but you can take any music that you have on your PC and like put that into the game. So you can oh, play nice. it to like, any music you want. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, but yeah. I never do because I like the soundtrack so it much. It is, it is really cool. And then, like I said, the not the answer, the aesthetic is the word I was looking for. The aesthetic's really cool. I kind of like the. Very traditional dungeony type dragons and skeletons, kind of ghosts. The monkeys that jump on your back and stuff. Oh yeah, those are pretty funny. That's true. And then like setting up, there are also like little puzzles along the way because there will be the arrows that throw you. So you gotta like kind of like move barrels out of the way of the right spot. And then then, digging through the walls and stuff. Yeah, and and then changing the tempo to the songs can be pretty cool because that sets everything up. So yeah, that was. uh, To me, that's one of those games like Binding of Isaac, where like when you first start playing it, you're like. This is pretty simple, and it seems like you'd be able to beat it pretty quick, but it's such I a... I did not feel that way when I started <laughs> playing Binding of Isaac. It's such a... Uh, there's such a learning curve to it that's like... It, in the same way Binding of Isaac is, where like it doesn't really tell you shit. You just kind of have to like keep playing until you find out more stuff you can do. Or find your play style for it. Right, you know? so. yeah. Uh, yeah. Because you so. kind of build your character yourself. Sure, sure. Like, yeah, and then it is like you're getting upgrades, and the upgrades don't seem too like unreasonable to achieve. No. So that's... Um, that's one yeah. of those games that's like, yeah, it looks all right. I'll never play it. Just because... <laughs> 
Yeah, I, oh, I had always wanted to try it, and so I, I, I got it on, you know, one of the times where everything's on sale at some point or another, so I think I got it for like 250 or something. I find myself playing it occasionally, but when I do play it, I'll sit there and play it for like two or three hours. That's good, time. yeah. Yeah, and I did catch myself. I probably played it for, I'd say, like uh, 30, 40 minutes just sitting there without even... Re- like, I was literally just cracked on and be like, I just want to try something new to wash that Steins Gate game out of my mouth and play something on my Vita because I haven't used it in a while. And I was like, all right, this is pretty interesting, so I'll probably go back to that at some point. It's definitely cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, are you done, done? I am done. Done. Matt Hazlett. Why don't you tell me why you've been playing? Well, I spent all of the holiday, my four-day holiday weekend and most of this are moving. Um and have been most of this week just like setting up my house and unpacking things. Uh, playing that game, um, yeah, that's the, I've been playing that game. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, moving is sweet, and I wish I could do it again. Um, yeah, like is it an up? Is it a nice upgrade though? Like oh fuck yeah, yeah, well, that's good. Yeah, it's much better. Um, and you're, you're nice and close to to us now, both of us. Yeah, uh, I'm about five minutes closer than I was. It takes me about ten minutes to get here. Yeah. Um, so well, wait, wait. Which way did you take? I took um, the way by sheets and stuff, but there's just I don't know. So if you hit those lights, it fucking takes. Oh no, sometimes. dude, take uh, take state to broad directly. Sometimes I, I I that's what I usually do. But yeah. I wasn't sure which way was going to be faster. Yeah, take state to broad because I never I never even go that way anymore. Since I've lived here, because the just lights all, make it take way too long. Yeah, the, it's it's just always way long. Going under the highway there and yeah. shit. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, it'll probably take me like seven minutes if I go yeah, straight to broad. Six seven minutes. Um, yeah. So, but the only thing I've really been playing is uh, I rented Destiny Two. Mm-hmm. I played it for a couple of days and said, you know what? I think I'm going to buy this. I, I rented it to see if I would be into it enough to buy it so I wouldn't just spend 60 off the bat. Yeah, I've know. done that. Um, I did that for No Man's Sky, and then I bought it and played it for like three days and then didn't play it for a really long time. Yeah. So if that happens with uh, Destiny, so be it. But I think the reason I bought it is because after playing it for a couple of days, I like started getting attached to the gear I was getting and stuff. And I was mm-hmm. like, wow, I have this fucking sweet assault rifle and I got, I mean, my helmet's pretty good and I got this. So I was like, you know what? I already, I might as well just fucking get it. Yeah. Um, and a lot of my friends are playing it and stuff. So that's cool. Like I said, I end up, I might up end up, keeping this copy if i can't sell it someone almost bought it for me today and then they tried to lowball me you right put afterwards. on you put on craigslist yeah because it's a fucking hundred dollar version so what do they try to lowball you for he was like well would you take 80 and i said yes sure and then not. and then one second later he's like well someone else will sell me it for 70 i'm like no thanks that's it because <laughs> yeah. it's got the fucking expansion pass which is 35 bucks and the digital deluxe shit which is whatever it comes with but like if i can't get 84 i'll probably just play it you know it's awesome um yeah it's supposed to be good and you know i played vanilla destiny and that's kind of the version that i shit on a lot um but that game came around by the time taken king was out people were really happy with it. i've actually been semi-interested in this game just because i feel i want an mmo loop in my life right now well let me tell you for the low price of 79.99 i mean i don't you know i could i can hook you up Dude, it's uh, probably like 
I'm probably like halfway through the campaign ish right now. Exclusively. Which is, uh, you know, not the draw of the game, obviously. No, but it's more b- built out. Uh, I, I the campaign's actually pretty good. Like, yeah, the campaign the in the music first one. is really good. And like, I'll let me also say though, I'm not paying any fucking attention to the story because I have no idea what's going on. Good man. And uh, it seems to me that as long as you know that it's shoot the bad aliens, yeah. It doesn't fucking matter what the story is. Yeah. Um, I mean, some of my favorite movies of all time, the entire story is shoot the bad aliens. So I th- feel like I'm okay with that. Yeah. There's. I don't. I don't know what any of the characters' fucking names are. Uh, I don't. I think Shooty and Killers, Mister Stabs. I don't care what the plot is. Maybe if I play it a bunch, I'll get into the lore because I think the like the enemy designs is cool enough that I yeah, might be like. Shit looks cool in Destiny. Yeah. Th- like, yeah. There's a lot of rad shit, but I really don't give a fuck what the plot. Most is. Most importantly, how, well, does it, how does that shooting feel? Oh my god, dude! That's the whole. <laughs> is it tasty, dude? It's so nice. <laughs> yeah, and the first game felt nice too. But yeah, it talk about. Not giving a fuck and knowing what the plot is. That first game was like, is P- Peter Dinklage half-heartedly delivering lines to you? Well, this game actually has, fucking, has. You like, had no idea what was going on this ever. Game, this game actually has like NPCs you talk to, yeah. and, and like uh, there's like cutscenes in the missions and stuff. But mm-hmm. I'm just whenever there's a cutscene, I'm just like, oh, there's that big alien guy. I think he's bad or something, and I don't know. <laughs> I really don't care. There's yeah, like. I, there's the traveler i think is like this big orb yeah. or something yeah and, yeah that checks out and you're just like trying to guard it that's why they call them guardians or something i don't really know it's future time and there's, there's stuff there's stuff's there's happening space there's space ships and oh yeah there's uh wizards but they're like aliens sparrows wizards bro. and witches and stuff. that wizard came from the moon yeah it, it just feels like it's like fantasy infused with like alien stuff, mm-hmm. um, which is cool. I really like the whole like vibe of it and everything. Yeah. And I, even though, like I said, I kind of shit on it. It was just for it being like not complete and it is sure. totally complete. And now this is, seems to be expounded upon that. There has been some like minor bullshit uh, that people have sort of, let float to the surface like the shaders that were in the first game are now consumables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw so that. like if you want to color your armor a certain way, it gets used and then you, you want to change gotta it, get another then, one. Yeah. Um, so and the, and they do definitely have that like multiple currency shit that was That's the only thing that's actually kind of confusing to me. And I think it's confusing to me because there's like some currency stuff that doesn't matter until you hit the level cap. Yep. So it's like I'm like level eight or nine right now, and I have like all these things that you give to people to like unlock Ingrams. Yep. But you can't get the Ingrams until you're level twenty, which is the level cap. So like, and it doesn't tell you any of this unless no. you unless you like go to like do it. That's like the first game. So I just ended up with like in my inventory, I like have all this like these like coins for different things. But they're just like you give them to people to like make them like you more to unlock Ingrams. But it's irrelevant unless you're the level cap. So. See, in the first game, you could uh, use the Ingrams way before you hit the level cap. And the Ingram is just it lets you like it's choose like a, a blueprint lets for you choose a, a reward, an item. right? Yeah. No, it's like a, it's like a blueprint for an item, and you like decrypt it. That's what it was in the first game. You so, took an Ingram to a guy, and he turned the Ingram into, into an a item. gun or a gauntlet yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Okay, that's what it seems like. Uh, but. In the first game, same exact thing. You got to level 20, and then it became your light level. 
And then that mm. was the way you grind it up to do the raid and shit. And that was when I cut it off and was like, no, thanks. So I think they, instead of light level now, it's, it's power. power level, yeah. but it's probably basically the same thing. It seems like a similar setup. Yeah. So like, like it's based on like your gear stats. Yeah. So there's like a different, so like there's NPCs on each world. Like, like say like there's this one guy that sounds like Jorah Mormont from Game of Thrones on the earth zone. Mm-hmm. And then there's like this guy on like the city hub, like the farm thing. Who's like a robot, and there's this girl on this other planet, and you basically there's like a different currency for each one of the characters, and if you give that character enough of the currency, then they'll unlock the Ingram. So I just I went to the robot guy on the the farm and gave him hit the currency that makes him like you or whatever, mm-hmm. and then it was just like preview this what this Ingram could be. And I and then I just kind of looked it up and it was like, oh, you have to be the level cap. So, so that's all. It's just weird how some of the stuff you get in the story is stuff that doesn't matter until end game anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess you probably after you've finished the story and like started getting into end game stuff, it all probably makes a lot more sense. But as somebody new to Destiny, it's uh, I kind of just like if I don't understand what something is right away, I just don't pay any attention to it. Yeah, and there's a lot of like currency names and item names that they definitely didn't clarify in the beginning of the yeah, other so, one. So did you have glimmer in glimmer the first was one? in the first one, and then there was like random items that you had to like. I think glimmer is a whole other currency also. So glimmer, these same people that you can give like their like specific currency to to mm-hmm. get their ingrams, you can also buy items from them with glimmer like. Yeah, like a like they'll have like a couple guns and a couple like armor pieces you can buy with glimmer. That's just like it's kind of like they're just a merchant or something, you know. Mm-hmm. But they only have like these five specific items or or whatever. Um. So yeah, it's kind of sometimes all like it's a little uh, convoluted. Yeah. So sometimes I'll, I'm sure it all exists for a reason and makes more sense. Well, once the reason is game. to fucking make you grind. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes I'll get a loot drop and I'll be like, oh what the fuck is like i I forget what it's called but like what is like alchemist metal or whatever spin metal yeah some shit whatever it is yeah and then like i was in this one zone and i'm used to that i'm going around and there's like these weird rock things i see and i go up to it and it's like collect this ore or whatever and i'm like the fuck do i need this what is this (laughs) now i gotta get these weird alien rocks yeah like i don't even Yep. I have no idea what that's for. I still that, don't know. That game has you harvest bullshit and shoot things. That is what you do. Yeah. The shooting and trade. The and shooting part is really fun though. No, it's great. And it's very does it seem like you get a lot of headshots? Oh yeah. Because it definitely seemed that way in Destiny One. Yeah. Uh, very which easy. is very satisfying. Yeah, no, and it, it always played very well. It's like Diablo if it was a first person shooter. Like you're playing exactly. it because you're like you you want to get the next loot drop like you get a gun you like you're like yeah this gun's pretty cool and then another gun drops you're like oh this gun's even fucking better and then that just keeps happening as you're playing or like, it's like borderlands if it weren't a cartoon yeah it's yeah. it's it's like borderlands except for you know like you could play borderlands for 2 hours and just like every gun you get is fucking dog shit yeah like, like in destiny 2 it seems like every time I get a new gun, it's like better than the one I have. Oh, Definitely okay. seems like it's a step up from the first game in terms of quality. And I mean that coming from what I played of it, because I think by the time that 
story was finished on Destiny 1. Like, it it got there. But this is still an improvement upon that. Yes, it seems um, like every loot drop I get is, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, yeah, and, and the, has it gotten kind of silly? Because it looked like a lot of the advertising and shit is kind of silly. What do you too. mean by silly? Like, literally, the ads they run for that game are like, they have a lot of jokes in them. Oh, no, I don't get that vibe at all. Okay, that's actually good. I don't want that. It it seems like, you know, like standard, like sci-fi, Halo-ish kind of cool. But yeah, but I don't need I don't need that game to be funny to me. No, no, it's I don't I haven't seen anything funny. Um, cool. Yeah, maybe there's like one character that's like a kind of sarcastic, but other than, I mean, it's not nothing like like a bumbling idiot. No, and I've only seen him like, like once or twice. A sassy boy, and I think he's a character from the first game to Cade yeah. six or whatever that sounds like right a robot yeah. man yep. um but it's it's cool i like how like you you know you go to different planets and then there's like you can do the main quest or there's like these adventures which i think are like side quests probably mm-hmm. and i think you can do those like over and over again to grind if you want and then but then there's like public events that'll like yeah happen while you're roaming randomly around. be a public event drop and then like you can go like do a heroic event and like other people that are around will like see it, see that it's dropping too. So then they'll just be like three or four other people there with you. And then you'll have to like fucking do these like specific things to like get these like things to spawn that like shoot like rockets at, you know, like whatever different mm-hmm. task there is. Or like there's this, there's this one where there's these two like wizards and you have to like stand in the middle of like, there's like these three circles and somebody has to stand in the middle of the circle to get their shields down so that you can like shoot them or whatever. So you gotta like do like teamwork stuff to, but, and then they'll, they'll drop like, there'll be a loot drop at the end. Mm -hmm. So, uh, it's, it's, it's cool though. I mean, if you just like want to sit down and like shoot some aliens, uh, that's probably the best game to do it in right well, now. Well, and then especially like if you do have a couple friends that play it, like get together with your buddies and choop shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I haven't pl- I haven't played it with anybody else yet. That's what I'm saying. So even like if the single player is fucking cool and then like if you add the fact that if you do have some people to get on board with, you know, it's like that could be right. super fun. Well, and the only reason I haven't played with anybody else yet is cuz like I I started a day late, so I feel like everybody else is in d- either finished with the story or is in a different spot of the story than me. So I, f- I feel like I'd rather just wait till I hit the level cap and then I can start playing with people once I've done all the main campaign missions. Sounds like some MMO shit. Yeah. yeah. Let me just it's, get where everyone's on the MMO-y. same playing field. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just finish the eight-hour campaign or whatever and, and then I can do whatever the fuck because it, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Cause I think they you, have PvP stuff too. Yeah, I only played a little bit of it, which wasn't I didn't doing play, it. I played, I think, one match. It wasn't doing it for me. Yeah. Uh, I think that's not the draw of the game for me. Uh, <laughs> that game's uh, the first one at least seemed almost kind of divided between the people that wanted to play competitive multiplayer and those who didn't I think it's mostly people doing strikes and raids PvE. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I noticed as well but I also actually it was um, Sam's ex-boyfriend was super into like the the crucible yeah, PvP multiplayer. I, I, actually, I actually only props played, to them uh, for having all of that you know yeah. I mean that story was pretty scant in the first one but in this one like Destiny like it or not Destiny has become one of the most important original franchises from this generation oh it is yeah. definitely its own machine yeah and it's definitely rubbed off on a lot of fucking games games for better for worse i actually played uh one i unlocked the crucible because you have to like play like the first couple story missions to unlock the crucible and then i was like oh i'll see what this is and then i got into a crucible match and uh 
was like, oh, I've, I kind of want to just go back to shooting aliens. Yeah. But then I couldn't figure out how to leave the match, so I just like closed the application and started the game again. You, how much so of I, the story did you play? Uh, I'm on like mission eight <laughs> out of like 15, I think, or something. Okay, and do you feel like it feels like a shooter campaign, like a real shooter campaign? Yeah, it feels like a real shooter campaign, but like you can get sidetracked like while you're on your way to right. missions by like public events and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then once you get to where, where a mission starts, it'll be like hold square to start mission and then you'll be in the actual mission. Let me tell you what every part of the original campaign was, which would like the original campaign was like this perfunctory bullshit that was just like, Hey, there's a campaign here. Uh, and every Cam- mission <laughs> campaign in air quotes, every mission you had the ghost that follows you around and you held square and he did stuff and you defended him and shot a bunch of guys while he did stuff. And that was like fucking everything. Like nothing happened in this game. And I've seen just from clips, like uh, there's definitely some platforming in the areas. It seems like there's like, it's a fucking real campaign. I've had to do some platforming. I haven't had, I haven't had one mission yet where there was a ghost that I had to defend. Yeah, well, I, I I use the term defend loosely because it's like he's not going to get damaged ever. Oh, uh, okay. But like, you have to, like, st- you have to shoot off you, waves of enemies. He like does shit while enemies come in, pour in. Yeah. Yeah. So there'll be. It's kind of it's it's the way a game like that would be. Like for instance, there's a mission where like you go into this these like cave systems. You're like. Oh, there's the elevator, and then you hit it, and it's like oh, it won't work. We'll have to find another way. So then you like go like down deeper in this cave, and you shoot a bunch of aliens, and then the ghost guy or whatever is like, "Oh, look, we could probably call that elevator there." And then I'm like, "Okay, so I'm gonna go hit the button, and then they're gonna have to fight off ways of enemies." So then you go hit the button for the elevator, and a bunch of fucking enemies come. It's it's like that kind of mm-hmm. thing, but it's like each mission has been different and like has a story, like a flow to it at least. Um, I wish just once a game they'd be like, oh, we're gonna have to go to the stairs. The elevators probably won't work, and then you go and you, if you investigate it, even though they said it wouldn't, it does, and it makes it way easier. Yeah, it was. I just wish just once they'd be like, oh, oh, like you're the guy, your helper's like, wait, it's working. Like, oh, okay, cool. It's, it's, and then you just go to like the end of the level. It's kind of weird playing the the campaign though, because like, I'll be, I'll be like, yeah, the the campaign's cool, like, and I'm having fun with it. Um, that's but then I'll get distracted on the way to like I'll be like yeah let's do this next story mission I'll be like oh well, who's oh this is this dude like 420 no scope over here oh, th- oh and there's a well we could do this adventure oh there's a public match there and then like go do and I'm like well, I might it's, as well go get the heroic loot and then they're good about keeping you busy yeah but um it definitely seems it like at the times when I'm not doing any of that stuff Mm -hmm. and i'm just focused on the story missions it feels like i'm playing a halo game or something okay cool um although you've never played a halo game i've played like half of the first one okay it's it's it feels like i'm playing a a, a first person shooter campaign like a like a titanfall 2 or something like that all right cool thing cool um those side missions dude they'll kill you so i spent 99 hours in persona it's like you wake up one morning and you finish school and you're like Oh well, we should save humanity, but I, I might eat a bowl of ramen. And then the other thing is, I have, I'm the, I'm a titan, and I'm the sentinel subclass. But then I think there's two other subclasses that you can unlock too. But I'm not exactly sure how to do that yet, or maybe you have to get probably have to be a certain level to do that. I have no idea because when I played, there was just titan, warlock, and 
Hunter. Hunter, I think? I think Hunter. I don't know. So there's that, but then each one of those has, has, subclasses? has three subclasses. That might I have no idea whether or not that uh, and I'm was not, a part I'm of the I'm not entirely not. sure how the subclass system works, but I think you can just, once you unlock the other subclasses, you can just change on the fly, and then maybe whatever level you are, like you have that many ability points to spend on your... To spec your build. Does one game uh, let hmm. you have like multiple characters? Like, can you have one of every class? The first game had three slots. You you can. Um, I think you'd have to like you know you'd have to level a whole character. Though. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. I'm just curious because like some and once again I'm just going by my experience with MMOs. Like sometimes you make a new character if you want a new class, but then some games will be like you just switch classes on your character. Oh, you can't do that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, you have to make a new character. There's a really heartbreaking video. Of this kid who. Uh, he gets tricked into he somebody. He gets tricked into delete his getting, giving a share play to where someone else can play your game. Yeah. And he goes back to the main menu and deletes his characters <laughs> in Destiny 1. Holy and Lord. it's like hours and hours. And the kid comes back to his PlayStation because he like went away for a second and just cries. And it's really sad. Dude, I've only <laughs> I've probably only put like like five or six hours into the game. But if I lost my character, I'd be fucking pissed. Yeah. Because... I mean, I I would probably just start again, but like, what kind of a dirtbag does that to a little kid? I'd be, I'd be. I mean, just a it. real straight piece so of shit. I, kind I, of I can't bag, even yeah. imagine future pedophile. Because this is the kind of game that you could put hundreds of hours into. Oh easily. yeah, definitely. If I had done that though, I'd be fucking furious. Yeah. Oh yeah, and once again, like the same thing. Like if someone had deleted my Warcraft character when I was in the middle of playing it, like there would have been no end to the fucking rage slash depression I would have been in. That's a lot of effort and time you put into some like, just like anything else, you put a lot of like time and effort into. Like it's just, it's just shitty. It was a fifth grader. Yeah, so oh, I'm I'm, I'm excited though um, to finish up the campaign and try to like grind a little bit because the first raid drops on Friday. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to. Uh, oh okay. Uh, I want to be yeah, you know, I mean, part of the zeitgeist of the first raid and stuff of people learning what's going on yeah, with it. Keep so. me posted. If I don't sell this this weekend, I'm. I might just end up fucking popping in because not only, well, is it encouraging that you're playing it and it sounds like you may be interested in it, Mike, um, but just the idea that it's a better game than the first and like the first one never played bad. It was just relatively incomplete. Mm. So like, cause it always felt like a bungee shooter, which has been a good thing in my experience. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I could see myself on a whim, like just fucking opening that shit. But I don't know. There's so much shit I have to play. Yeah, I mean, like the core, like the campaign itself is like you know, you walk, you walk to a checkpoint, and then enemies spawn, and you kill them, and then you walk to another checkpoint, and then, but but it's uh, I've it's it has momentum to it. It doesn't feel like it's doing the same thing over and over again. I guess even though cool. it, it technically is, they they disguise the fact that it's just a bunch of monster closets. Um, pretty good i mean yeah the, the whole you're like it probably has a lot more production value yeah well like in some games you know like when you're kind of playing it you like the vibe you're having fun but like after an hour or so you'll be like oh another monster closet i guess i'll shoot all these dudes but we're like in destiny in between monster closets you're like oh man i can't wait for this um, all these dudes to spawn because like f- jumping around with my jetpack and like fucking <laughs> using my power weapon and shit is real satisfying i wonder if it uh because there's an import process for characters. I wonder if it imports off your uh, you can import your PSN your, your, or if it if, if it imports uh, off, off your save data. Drive. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, no idea. I made a robot man. He's purple. 
That's good. I did that too. Yeah. Um. All right. Play anything else? Um. No. Curveball. I didn't ex- wouldn't not have expected you to be the first one of us to play Destiny. Wasn't so. interested in it at all. And then the day it came out, I like watched a video of some people playing it, uh, and I was like, you know, this does look pretty fun. Right. And then well, I-, I think it speaks like I think we're all kind of like this. We're like very rarely do we just like shit on a game like yeah i'm never gonna touch that period i mean it's just like well i mean give it a shot you really have no idea like you said you looked at a video and you gave it a shot and it sounds like you're enjoying I it i looked at a video i wouldn't i would not say very rarely do we shit on a game that's like true. that but very rarely do we mean it word to the point where like we're absolutely against it i think part of the that's what i mean more like that like i would never play a game on principle i mean even sometimes when i say i won't i end up either playing it or yeah, because like, you used to be that way with Battlefield, and I used to be that way with Zelda. I think par- part of the what got me into Destiny was uh, there's a red box like right at the end of my street. Yeah, and I was just like sitting at home watching like the day the Destiny two came out. I was just like watching videos of people playing it, and I was like, "Huh, what am I gonna play next?" And I was like, "Well, you know, I could just like go down the street and like rent this real quick and just see if I like it." Yeah, do that fan that's video. Literally, down the street. literally, all it took was for me to just go get it and try it and be like, "Oh, you know what." And, and you know, after a couple of days went by, I'm like, well, I want to keep playing this at least a, like another week, but I'm, I shouldn't pay another week for a rental. I might yeah. as well just go buy the fucking thing. Yeah. Um, so, I mean. Renting video games has been a good way for me to check shit out I normally wouldn't. Yeah. I I, I had no interest in Destiny. And beyond that, I, I was going to just like maybe rent it and then like s- just see what it was and then wait for the PC version. Um but again, as I started playing it and started getting gear and stuff, I'm like, got into the loop, got addicted. I'm like, well, I already have a character here, so I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm well playing on the fucking PS4. Spruce and, up this, and I don't really, I don't think I, I don't know anybody that would play it on PC. Maybe Farkas or something, but yeah, who knows? He's um, he's a wild bird. I have to use the bathroom though. All right. Uh, another thing I did this week, video game related though, is that book uh, Blood, Sweat, and Pixels came out by. Uh, Jason Schreier from from Kotaku. Kotaku. Yeah, um, I read that book. It's really interesting. You should uh, give it Is a it whirl. Just all about his journal travels and adventures. No, no, it's like um, each chapter is a different game, and he talks to the people that made the game about like the struggle of developing games. Older games, newer games. No, it's like it's like Uncharted Four, Destiny One. Oh, okay. So it's stuff like it tells you all about the crazy chaos of the development of Destiny One and why it became the unfinished shit show that it is. Yeah, and uh, and uh, it also covers like from Diablo Three coming out to them like fixing that game, and it's mm-hmm. it's just it's right. it's just all interviews with these people that worked on these games and gives like the story of what went down behind the scenes about them. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and it's super rad. Um, yeah, really, really recommend that book, especially if you have any kind of passing interest in what game development entails. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think like there's a chapter that's Halo Wars and a uh, bunch of shit. Yeah, there's I think there's ten chapters in it, and e- each chapter is a different game. And uh, and each chapter has several pages. Yeah, that's correct. Um, but it, uh, it's really cool. I think. It was like ten dollars, and I had like five dollars in Google Play credit from uh, reward surveys. It was um, an internet book. Well, you, there's a there's a paperback version too, but I just downloaded it on my phone because that's where I tend to read. Um, book you can buy on the web. Books. Eh? Yeah. 
Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I totally recommend it. I, you, you guys would both love it. Um, cool. Because yeah, people that are interested in things like that. Seems like he does a pretty solid job at whatever he does. People he, seem to enjoy him. He's pretty him. rad, yeah. yeah. He's a he's a good journalist. He, he He's like, you know, there's people like, there's like the IGNs and stuff that are like, whatever, okay. But then there's people like... Uh, <laughs> um, like Jason Schreier and like Patrick Klepek and stuff that yeah, are act- his that name's definitely stuck around for several years for a reason. Yeah, the people that actually like dig and like you can tell he fucking spent year. I think he's been working on this book for like two and a half years. Like yeah. he, he seems like a guy stuff. who's who you go to for the story. Yeah, there. And well, it seems like there are the guys that are kind of interested in like almost the heart of gaming and how stuff mm-hmm. is done. Because Danny right. O'Dwyer, do yeah, that's what I was gonna say that. too. It's like how it's like how Danny O'Dwyer. It's like we all would love to watch documentaries on like most video games probably. And it's like, why doesn't that exist? And then Danny O'Dwyer is just like, Oh, nobody else wanted to do it. <laughs> so he's like, I, I just figured I'd do it. And right. it's that same kind of thing where it's like, there's all these untold stories, of all these games. Um, but just, I mean, I feel like a lot of games journalism is just people like, Oh, this game's coming out. Looks pretty good. And then like the other side of it is this game just came out. It was pretty good. Yeah, and then and then people getting away from that and going into the larger entertainment umbrella, which is something that game sites have done for whatever reason, to the point where they're reviewing more individual episodes of television shows than they are video games, which yeah. totally defeats the purpose of me visiting their site, so I stop and just draws ire for several years. And I, I'm, I'm much more interested in like a story about like an interesting story about something in games than like reading about like what somebody thinks about a game or what someone thinks about the third episode of daredevil. Right. Yeah. Sure. Can you imagine doing that shit? That drives me insane. I'm sorry. This is random, but what reviewing daredevil? No reading an episode review of a TV show. Absolutely not. I could write one, but I would never read one because I just, it's insanity. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who that's Especially for. Okay, is it the just only because like a, a only TV scenario show is, is like forty minutes is long. the first episode. That's the so only you can scenario. See if you like the show or not? Any other one you makes just, no fucking sense to me. Just watch it, right? Why not? Well, I think it gets more. If you're gonna hate it ten minutes in. That's as much time as you would spend like fucking reading I an article. They, practically, I think they use the word review a little bit loosely. I think it's more. Because they do that shit with Game of Thrones, but I think it's more to drive the discussion of what it's about. I also hate that. Well, right, and I don't think you're the type of person that I would assume would... Absolutely (laughs) not. ...be into that. Sometimes I like... But there's a lot of people that get into the discussion of what is and what could be and what has been. I agree with you. That's true. Yeah, there's definitely... And I'm not trying to... It's an outlet to criticize things. But to me, just like individualized episodes being reviewed is the craziest thing. Well, for something like Game of Thrones, it's not so much of like I would read a review of it. It's I would read like somebody's discussion on like... I can't even do it. Well, this happened and we think that maybe... And then they'll like mention something that I didn't catch or something, like some kind of symbolism and I'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, that's pretty interesting. I am totally off put by all that shit. It's kind of like like reading... I would do that just because to me it's no... Like it would be the same as like, hey man, did you see that? And then talking with your friend about it because they might bring something to your attention that you didn't notice kind of like... well, like I, I totally but didn't, like I, I didn't notice in Game of Thrones the, like the army of the dead like making like the symbol of the wolf sigil like in their formation like and 
I also it think the it depends it. on a the show and b what you're doing though because it, you know what's so weird for like shows and like the Daredevil people doing it. Well, that's a hundred percent correct. That my biggest critique is just like I don't want to go to you for that because that's not what you're there for. But even like it's weird with a show like that Netflix show because like. It all came out at the same time. Right. So it's like, well, why don't you just talk about the season as a whole and then people will get, and I, it is that I would do. That's fucking ludicrous. Right. Because there's no like, you know, like let's recap and then talk about how it worked. It's like, well, there's no recap because it's all, it's all right here in front of you. So that's the kind of bizarre point to me on that. I also feel like Aside from it being a video game website specifically. For as far as these video game websites go, like I think. Probably add. That probably adds an important context to why I specifically dislike this. I, but I think you know, there's some of these some of these game journalist sites are like have really great, interesting content all the time. Um, but then like other ones, like the so-called like personalities of like the sites, seem like they don't really even know that much about games. Or yeah, what's I, don't, I games. really I didn't want to even want to go there. I just wanted to say how that seems like literal insanity to me. Like the idea of a person being like, I think I'm gonna watch the third episode of Daredevil tonight. Better check a review first. <laughs> like that, <laughs> that to me. I might, I might throw a cursory. Me. I might throw a cursory glance on like, like maybe like what a general consensus of a show is if I want to watch it. Like, oh, is this show poop? No. Okay, I'll I'll check it out. Yeah, but it, but like once you're in, like once you're oh, six yeah. episodes deep. Yeah, there's no fucking point. Who's reading the review to episode seven? Like, who the fuck's doing? Somebody I, I is. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, no, someone is. Cause no, they, what's funnier is who's writing the comments section of the review for episode seven. There's people commenting. Com- dude, comment there, sections are the toilets dude, of the internet. There's people arguing with each other about the review on episode seven. Comment sections are the worst part of the internet. Or the best part. True. But the but the best from an observatory angle, like oh, so for finding some, entertainment in common sections, it's not that bad. But is it's because things go haywire immediately. For some reason, I, I had a really good comment section last weekend. For, I forget, oh, do you check out insane people Facebook? Oh no, right. I need to do that though. But for some reason, I looked up a YouTube video of uh this song from the musical cats just because of how fucking terrible it is. And like, I wanted to laugh at it and I was like, well, I should probably check out this comment section. And I read the comment section for like 15 minutes. And there was times when I was laughing so hard. I like had to like stop for a minute and then like go back to it. I screenshotted some of them and it's just, <laughs> Oh my God. It's so, it's like all these, <laughs> I can't even describe how good it is. It's, it was amazing. Maybe send me that link. It was a seminal experience in my life. All right, let me uh, let me actually round the bend to what uh, what I played because aside from my um, PlayStation Four Pro business, uh, I did play a few things here and there. Um, I would like to add to the old PlayStation Four Pro thing that if you were on the fence, I'd say unless you really want it, don't get it. Um, but the the final deciding factor to me was looking at the games that actually have all the patches for it and looking at them being like, I'm playing like seven of those. So I really wish that was a good time. I was kind of hoping and I was almost expecting to be like, all right, so my final verdict on the PS4 Pros, maybe. <laughs> uh, maybe I mean, yes, maybe it, no. It, it's, it's 
just the quality option. Like if if you think you want to do it, like it'll be good once you do it. So that's I mean, if you my whole be- thing that was holding me back is there was when it launched, not enough games that supported it. And um also things just looked better once i got this 4k tv so like i was already like this looks fucking good um but now it looks amazing um but yeah being that i like playing battlefield so much and that it looks brilliant on there it's doesn't hurt so once i saw that several games i was interested in playing and was already playing and if you want to have the best equipment and you have the equipment to support it I feel like it's a no-brainer kind of. Yeah, I didn't even... To me, it was never even, like, the best equipment thing, but it was just, like, no. why do I have a 4K TV and not watch anything? Well, and, and for you, see, that I don't even think you're in that camp, but there are people that are like, yeah, I'd like the best quality of each thing. It's like, well, this is the best quality of that thing. And so if you have the TV to match it, then that's what you want to do. Yeah. But, like, there's also people... Like, I... Prob- even if I get a 4K TV, I probably will wait until my PlayStation dies to get one. Yeah. The sad fact is that the fact that it is uh, white oh, is uh, also <laughs> influenced me more than most things. It's I was nice. just like, that's a white, if, that's a if, white system. If I didn't play most of my multiplat stuff on PC where I can already play at 4K, mm-hmm. I would totally buy one. Yeah. Wow. Uh, all right. Adding to the games that I play now. Uh, I got three of them. I played some more Downwell. Got into that a little oh, bit. Oh, we were passing the sticks on that last week. Yeah, we well, were passing so. the sticks on that last week. Great I've game. gotten pretty decent. Do you, at, guys, do you guys play Floaty? I play Boulder usually, but I will play Floaty. I play also. Floaty now. I, I'm a Floaty man. I do go between Boulder and Floaty. Is there anything after Floaty? There's handstand, but it sucks. Oh, yeah, that's right. Is there anything after handstand? No. Okay, then I have unlocked all this. I was yeah. waiting. I was like, is there any more shit here? I feel like floaty's the best if you want to just get combos. And That's co- kind of what I've graduated to. Like, not in a sense that, like, oh, I'm really good at the game, but, like, I have played through the game. You're pretty so good. I, I have gotten pretty good. I've gotten to the ga- game, played through it enough times now where I'm like, all right, I've got past the trying to survive mode where now I'm like, now let me maximize my efficiency mode, which Floaty's kind of best for that. But yeah. I do love Boulder. I love well, that HP. The thing I like about Floaty is it makes combos so much easier. And every time you get, what is it, a 50 combo or a 20, maybe it's 20 combo, you get an HP up. Oh, I, I think it's that. 20 gives you energy and then 30 gives you HP. Yeah. So, okay. so yeah. yeah. So, like, there's super incentive to, like, get these combos. But then once you hit 30, like you don't have to worry about the combo anymore because there's not a reward after that. Yeah. So you're just, the you're fun kind of thing for thirty every time. The fun thing with playing with Brian was like I played such a ridiculous amount that I was like, "Hey, did you know this is a thing?" And he'd be like, "Oh no, I didn't know that was a thing." Nope. And I'd be like because it doesn't ever tell you. Right. Like most of the shit you're. What were you big, talking about? Like the little bars beneath the health that will build up to another health point eventually. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other thing I was explaining, which once again, it doesn't tell you how to any of this, but the uh, knife and fork thing about eating the carcasses. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, but it's super it takes a lot of bodies. It does, you. but like it doesn't even really explain what the carcasses are. No. So you I have to discover like which ones actually drop a carcass mm-hmm. and then just like being like knowing that to hear the like the crunch 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 of him eating it so just a little stuff like that but anyway continue yeah oh i was just going to say that that game's fun and i find myself when not when at an impasse of what to play next just just 
Yeah, play, toss play, it play 10 minutes of Dom Wall. Yeah, yeah, toss Hell it Oh, yeah, man. I it's love fun. It. I'm getting better. I'm still not good, but it's I'm very to the point game. where I'm at least getting the 30 combos once or twice to where before I wasn't even like trying to string combos. Sure. Um, so I did that. And then um, on iPad, actually, I played a game called Kingdom Rush. It is a tower defense game. They've made three of them. And I don't know if it was because um, I had got the iPhone version because not everything iPhone to iPad is like cross by like the way it is on a lot of PlayStation 4, PlayStation Vita stuff. Uh, But it was free. So I would maybe check Android to see if Kingdom Rush 1 is free. Uh, If you could right now. I'm doing Um, it as we speak. Because I played it on my tablet, which I think is the ideal place to play a game like this. And uh, I'd already purchased it, but I hadn't purchased the iPad version. Kingdom Rush 1 is indeed free. Okay, so yeah, that that first game is free. And that makes sense because it does have microtransactions. But I beat that game without buying any microtransactions. And I had a good time doing it. Um, I played it previously and just never finished it. Then I remembered. Um, okay. Now I'm looking at the Kingdom Rush games. I don't see numbers behind them. They have names. Yeah, there's Frontiers, Frontiers and then there's Origins. Uh, Origins, yeah. Origins Which one's is the three? third one. And okay. Then Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, Kingdom Kingdom Rush is the this tower defense game where you have like a little hero dude and um, basic simple tower defense where you're you have three different types like an artillery that's like heavy hitting uh, archers and magic and you know going through the motions of defending your waypoint. But at the same time, it has you staying active, not like Pixel Junk Monsters, but to an extent to where you actually take the hero and you can also drop reinforcements where you want. Um, The third tower type, which I... Or fourth tower type, which I failed to mention, is Barracks, which will actually drop like three soldiers that you can choose within the radius of the tower where to put them. So you can, you can use the barracks as a choke point, like a mobile, like rotating choke point around uh, the paths that the enemies okay. come down. So it is very fun. Um, when an enemy wave is like incoming, you can speed it up and get extra money for having them come early. So you could easily get more overwhelmed, but take the risk reward of having the extra coin to right. forward more uh, up. If you're feeling frisky. You could buy more powerful heroes, but they unlock three uh, through the main story. And then, like, there's a tier that is like a dollar, and then there's a tier that's three dollars, and there's a tier that's five dollars. I just pay, played with the free ones, and that was enough um, to uh, play through the game. There is also post game stuff, and I'm just saying the game, like, play through the game to where it hit credits because there is more, way more shit to do after the game was over. Um, but I had a lot of fun time. I think the art style is like cool little cartoony fantasy mm-hmm. uh, stuff going on. Plus, you've always been pretty solid at the tower defense games. Yeah, there's definitely ones I don't like, though. Like, I Well, there's to, a lot of crap ones, so. Yeah, and, and if it's not keeping you occupied, it's inherently boring, in sure. my opinion. Like, defense grid... Um, I, did, I didn't really hop into that. And then when I played Field Runners, that was like blank canvas almost like a piece of graph paper where you set the stuff down and like made a maze i wasn't into i like that. field runners 
it was okay, but it just nothing, not nothing great. But it's, it's not good, it's good compared to Kingdom Rush. There's way better shit out. Yeah, there. Kingdom Rush is better. Pixel Junk Monsters is my favorite. I also played Field Runners like a long fucking time ago. Yeah, and it it's not worth going back to. I would say probably not. Um, but yeah, it wasn't horrible. But um. Anyways, yeah, Kingdom Rush is a good game, and I'll probably play the next one and the one after that. Well, I know the first one was has been super popular because it is the free one, and mm-hmm. like, um, so as they go along, I'm sure they're just polishing it and polishing yeah. it and there's, making it more and more interesting. There's also gems with each victory um, that you can use uh, for items that drop like dynamite or like a free like a ice rod that will freeze every enemy and so you can take shots on them in a while and or like a bomb that'll like clear the board and stuff right and, right right and those gems can be bought in mass for money but uh you could you also just earn enough of them that i never had to do that so i think it's like games with microtransactions that are also fair and plentiful with the amount of stuff you need to acquire the items is fine because i bought the top level items without having to worry about that shit. Yeah, right. Um, I like the games that, like, it is kind of just more an impatience thing than, like, a rewarding thing Yeah, for people that pay. Because it is, you know, a lot of those free games have a paywall where it's like, well, this sucks now. Yep, and I was waiting for that, and that didn't happen. So nice. that's why I feel comfortable recommending That's, I think, it. why I always really liked Jetpack Joyride so much, because there was never a point where, like, it got to, like, well, pay me, and this game will get good again. It's just like, yeah. no, it's just the same fun game over and over again. Yep, totally. Um, they also have a, like, star system for each level, so if you finish the level without getting hit, you get three stars. Okay. If you take some damage, but not a whole lot, two it's stars, two. and right. then one. If you barely uh, and those stars are ways to upgrade the usefulness of the towers or your reinforcements or the... You also get, like, special magic, like, meteor that you can drop uh, that's on cooldown, and the reinforcements are on cooldown. And, okay. And your hero will die, but also respawn. So, it's... It, it works. It's nice. Okay. Um, for a mobile Neat. game, I thought it was pretty cool. Nice. Um, the final game I played was more Prey, which has its ups and downs. Uh, yeah. I think when I originally mentioned Prey, I said it was kind of like Doom. That's not the case. I don't know why I said that. Uh, it's not like Doom. It is in the fact that it is... Uh, it is an area that is surrounded by small paths and stuff along those paths. Um, but it's, I really like the game, but it is frustrating, uh, at times to the point where it shouldn't be like, um, sure. There are several side missions that I did, uh, and sort of the reward, like I did one side mission and was like, happy that I went out of my way to do it because it is a fairly tense game. The enemies in that game are meant to like have an edge on you. You're not always like wanting to engage in combat just because you're sort of at odds with them, but you find yourself there. Um, And so like I did the mission and they're like, okay, we got a prize for you. Like, basically, like, like, hey, I stashed something for you. And the area they stashed them to is, like, surrounded by more enemies. And, like, I just find myself yeah, it's not constantly fun. in a predicament where I feel like now I am outnumbered by shit that can kill me 
versus shit that I actually have to help myself, and I'm not enjoying that. Uh, I did play the demo before I bought the game, then bought the game, and it came with a code, and it was like, here's a fucking code for a shotgun and shit inside the box, and I entered that code, and because I already had a pre-existing save from a fucking demo, which is just a trial of the original game, that stuff doesn't appear, and that sucks. Oh, wow. Because, yeah, boy, lame. could I fucking use that shit. Yeah, dude, seriously. Um, Also, some of the upgrade stuff, the, like, method which you can upgrade things is through this stuff called Neuromods. And there's a way to replicate Neuromods and fabricate them yourself because there's, like, this whole system where you are going through and like sort of picking up garbage and then there's a recycler machine that turns it to resources and then a fabricator which turns resources into items uh and if you get the neuromod one you can make your own upgrades and there was a exploit for people to get like infinite resources and thus infinite upgrades and like maxing out your characters early on and shit and i almost wanted to fucking do that because i feel so powerless against like the shit i'm facing to where it's not like it's not that i'm getting like dominated over and over again it's just that i'm all it always feels kind of dire um like you're on the fucking verge every time like to where i have i think at this point in time three side missions and one main story mission and two of them coalesce and this is the same spot and i can tell the enemies at that mission are gonna fuck me up so I go to a different side mission, same thing, go to a different side mission, same thing. And I'm like, what am I missing? So I just think that game has a bad way of directing you to the best path of least resistance. Slash, They don't do that, I mean, at all. But I don't know. I've definitely heard different things uh, like through different experiences from this game, just anecdotally through like podcasts, forums, and crap like that. Um, and it, it can be very frustrating. So I'm going to try to go the straight and narrow and figure out what I need to do by myself. But at the same time, I'm not above using an exploit to fucking get past a stumbling block. If I feel that is the way to go. Because that's like, how I always, the, that's how I always was in Bloodborne. Like I'd, I'd fight, fight, fight. And then by like the six or seven times, like, all right, man, I'm going to call somebody in here to help me because I don't want to keep fucking doing this. This is the kicker, though. Um, the game is broken up. It's it's broken up like Bioshock to where, like, here's a section of this this ship. Okay. Here's a section of this ship. Yeah. Um, when you leave a section after you've done a mission and go back to that same section, enemies respawn. Oh, yeah, it's bogus. I can't deal with that. Yeah. Because I have limited ass resources. Right. So I almost feel like I'd be evening the score to fucking exploit and get the, like, let me get some upgrade. Let me, like, let me at least get some fucking materials to c- create enough health packs and ammos to, de- like, deal with this shit of these guys that I already beat, but because there's some extra in that area that I didn't get the first pass through, like, I have to deal with that, all that combat now. So yeah. I don't know. I, I have to find a way... Uh, to reasonably make my character stronger or to come about some shit. And it, it, I haven't played enough. That, I've only played like five or six hours of that game. So I haven't played enough to the point to say it's not there, but it's definitely not clear where that is. So 
it looked like all my options last time we played that game were not good. And uh, that's a that's a flaw for that game for sure, sure. Yeah, for sure. Feels like I'm stuck kind of early. But yeah, I always hate any game where I feel like I'm constantly like trapped in like in a no win situation. It's a it's a fucking bummer. Yeah, yeah. It kind of makes sense for that game though, because I feel like they're trying to go for a more like survival horror kind of vibe to it. Definitely. Um, which is why I'm not going to hold it against it. Sure. But um, as I'm playing more of it and stuff it's it's definitely something i want to watch out for because it is not what i expect like honestly if it weren't for the enemies respawning through areas thing that like deflates half of this problem right but the mere fact that this is like uh a place that's broken up into like different like departments even to where like i need to leave a department and because i'm checking out this mission that seems too hard and going back to the mission i was working on i'm punished that's not cool. I f- honestly, I felt the same way about Bioshock. Yeah, but enemies didn't respond to Bioshock. Yeah, they do. Did they? Yeah. Fuck. I just have a shitty memory. Because I would, <laughs> same thing in, in Bioshock. I would like trying to figure out exactly where to go and what to do, and then if you, but if you hang around in the same area too long, the enemies respawn, and I just was constantly running out of fucking bullets and shit. Yeah. In the in the early game for that. Yeah. Maybe I just need to buckle down, but uh. Yeah, that was a that was a bit of a bummer. I haven't played it on the pro though, and it definitely is one of those games that is uh, goosed up a little bit. Pretty to look at. Um, well, not even necessarily pretty. Li- I, I mean, like actually, performance wise, it runs kind of poopier on the regular, so it's probably a lot. That and I, there are visual effects added to it. It's a very interesting seeing the wide range of use cases that um, different studios allocate the resources on the PlayStation 4 Pro mm-hmm. 4 because some it is just straight up resolution frame rate and some it is like eh, extra lighting extra textures extra oh, okay, draw distance sure, yeah. extra because th- I um I was actually going to do this I didn't because I just finished transferring most of my games but I was going to folder up my games on PlayStation based on like what the differences are this time around. Because mm-hmm. I even want to check out games that I've already beaten just to see if I can tell, you know. Um, but yeah, that's weird. I don't know. Prey is not at the top of my list anymore of games that I absolutely have to play at this moment. It's uh, a super okay game. Yeah, and it's still... I still think it's cool but i i might um yeah, revisit dishonored 2 before i play all right of Dude, dishonored 2 is so good yeah i gotta i gotta poke that oh. all right so that uh that sums up everything uh we've kind of played and uh not to get into crazy crazy topics i'm just gonna i'm gonna stay let's talk about some of these new biscuits that are out okay because uh, games are coming out a lot now biscuits are all coming the time out. all the time for the rest of the year we've already talked about destiny 2 which is good. I wasn't expecting to have that conversation. Um, yeah, this seemed like a group that was not really at all. I don't think anybody was really looking forward to it. No. And now uh, we might have several people playing it, possibly. Yeah, could be. It's could just, be. Yeah, I saw they reported that they had uh, over a million concurrent users in Destiny Two today, and yeah, it doesn't surprise me. And yeah. the the PC version is not even out yet, so that game sold gangbusters. So people that. fucking love it, man. People were playing that game up until this new one came out, so it doesn't. Well, doesn't and you know, you want to wonder why sometimes, as an Xbox fan, uh, why Halo is no longer a big thing, and it's because of Bungie. I mean, 
Bungie yeah, made that over series. Sure. And, you know, they, they lost the thread a little bit with Halo. They, they got a little too far out there. And also they made five games. I mean, you know, the, the Halo 4 and 5, I, I didn't particularly like large portions of 4. It wasn't a bad game. No, isn't, isn't, I, it, isn't it like a Call of Duty-ized version of Halo? Kind no, of I wouldn't even say that. I, what I hated about it was the enemies that you faced because there was a certain type of flying enemy that like had like these things on each side of it that expanded that you had to shoot, and he healed the other enemies. And so it was like shooting these little fuckers that dart around and are awful and not fun to I fight. fucking hate shit like that. Like the Dude, that, it was terrible. Like that Shadow Warrior reboot, the first one, there is an enemy that was like took a was a huge damage sponge, but it rezzed all the other enemies. Mm-hmm. So like you'd have like all these like lower enemies coming at you and it didn't matter how many of you killed cuz he would just res them all as soon as you killed them anyway. Yeah. And it's just every time Dude, I saw one, I'd just be like, "Fuck, you run get it out of here." You run into fucking boss fights in Persona like that, or it's just like the main dude you're fighting. He'll like fucking summon like shit mobs that then all of a sudden, and if you're not, if you don't like the first time you play it, you don't realize it'll be like, "This is not the spell called." I forget. I think it's Diorama or whatever, but it's just like basically a Kiraga for all of its health. Yep. And you're just like, "Well, yep. I've been here 25 fucking minutes to whittle you down that far. I didn't realize you had a fucking cure spell. Dude, you piece of shit." I can't think of one single time where infinitely spawning enemies or rehealing enemies hasn't pissed me off yeah dude it's it's definitely not my favorite every single time i'm mad about it it. was very obnoxious in halo 4 um but that game wasn't bad um halo 5 was actually decent what was the downfall of that is they introduced a compelling new mode and it was hindered by the microtransactions the way you did the way they did microtransactions in halo 5 was the weapons you get to choose and play with, which are normally just sprinkled throughout the map in a fucking base-ass Halo game, uh, are cards. Are dealt through card packs. Oh, yeah, fuck. Man. Can you imagine that? Well, and then actually, they talked. They had like they spent an entire episode basically talking about this on Giant Bomb once. But it's just like then you have people that are not using their cards because you're losing. Yeah. So like you're losing so bad that you're like it's not going to matter. So fuck using this card. So then you're getting not getting the maximum output of people, and you're not really using it in the game the way it's supposed to be used. Yeah, it's it's that they did vehicles dumb. the same way. Yeah, it was. And I think that Destiny offers a non-linearity in their online, like playing with like the. Yeah, it was definitely a new thing. You the PVE MMO aspect, you know, the you multiplayer have to play that aspect. game online. It's almost yeah. the way that it is, like the structure of it. It's almost like it's so new to me that it's like it was confusing at first. Like I was like, "What is this game? Yeah, like, sure. How does this even work?" What? Well, and I think I'm that's s- I'm still like halfway kind of like that. Like I, I think I that's the it, reason but. that the first one was so popular is you had people like yourself who were like, "This is new to me. What kind of thing you am I doing here?" But then you also had MMO people who were so used to the grind. That when they came upon, it's like, hey man, you're gonna have to just kill enemies for like six levels before you get. And they're like, oh yeah, dude, no problem, let's do it. Yeah, I've been doing this for fucking ever in other games I played. So yeah, fuck it, let's do this. It was the first uh, of its kind, especially on consoles, like just the like ubiquitous online shooter that we hadn't seen before. Um, In other worlds, what other worlds are we visiting? The uh, Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle World came out. Dude, I want to get that game. And it seems like people like it. 
Um, I hope it lives up to the hype because people were excited about it and it looks really interesting to me. As a strategy fan, it definitely has caught my eye. It'll definitely... Uh, I got some bills to pay off and stuff. Um, but in the next couple months, uh, ho- around maybe around holiday time, I can here's definitely the, see myself... Here's the it. thing. Every game that comes out between now and Christmas can be had easily closer and closer you get to the end of the year. But for our sakes... And we try to play, or at least I personally try to play a lot of the things I'm excited to play before the end of the year just for podcasting. Yeah. Um, You don't want to cram it all right at the end. Dude, and then next month is fucking not only Mario, also fucking South Park. And uh, Shadow of War, Middle yeah. Earth. Middle Earth, Shadow of War. And then Duty. which Duty, um... A week from now is 2K, which starting to look dire for that Switch version because they haven't shown anything. Yep, um, I wouldn't hold out hope. They did say, I think they said it's going to be feature identical with the PS4 version. Which is good, but there's no way at this point in time, like... It's going to look like shit. Well, it's definitely going to look like shit comparatively to the PlayStation 4 Pro version. It's going to look like shit compared to the regular. I wouldn't say that because there's games on, on Switch that don't look like shit. Um, my whole thinking is, will this be bad? Wait, are um, you talking about in general? Yeah, I'm actually somewhat worried because they've shown nothing. I don't like that. This last um, one was so good. <laughs> but, you know... I'll put up with it and pretend it's, it's, it's good. hard. To, it's hard to say. I'm not even going to speculate too much. Uh, funny enough, uh, former Cavs player, now Celtics player, is on the cover. Yes, Kyrie Irving, long jersey. And, uh, What's up? and they are issuing a, uh, a new cover number? with a him. Brett Favre. They're going to uh, Brett Favre it, uh, they, but changing? not at launch. I don't think. They're, oh, they're going to like have you mail in for the new cover. No, I think it's just going to be if you buy it on day one, you get the old fucking cover, and then in the coming weeks they will have the uh, new cover with his right sh- real New Jersey on it. Were Here's- you playing Madden when they had to do that for Favre? No. Oh yeah, they had the Brett Favre Kobe version where like the the retirement he was in this Green Bay and then he came back from retirement and played for the Jets. So they gave you a little slip cover that you could put in your thing to make him in a Jets jersey. That's cool. It was fucking crazy. Yeah, I actually was super excited about it because I slammed that fucking Jets jersey and they're like, "Yeah, fucking Brett Favre Jets jersey." Um, yeah, yeah, but it's it's a silly goose thing. But between uh two K Mario Rabbids. Destiny 2, um, biggest game of all. Knack 2 is That's here. That's the world we live in, folks. It's already out. It's Launched. supposed to be pretty good, right? I think it's supposed to be better okay. Than, it's supposed to be better than the first one, but still nothing crazy. Yeah, just okay. Um, that uh, Life is Strange prequel. Which uh, I would... First, I, which first episode's out already, I think. Yeah. Right? Which I should probably play, I feel like. I don't know how how much I care about it. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's a I'll probably episode. wait till it's on sale at some point. It's my whole gripe with why I haven't even been interested in it though is it's made by a different studio. Mm-hmm. It's different voice actors. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It just also it's, it's a prequel. It's a, it's a prequel that I, so it's that's not, a story so that I think would have I was. Extre- I would have been extremely interested to see what's next in that series. And mm-hmm. not what 
because you already kind of know what the prequel exactly. Would be. And, That's a game that I think was really not conducive to a prequel at and, all. And also, since it's a prequel and you're not playing as Max, the main like draw of that game, which was like the time rewinding stuff, is not there. So it's gonna just be like a fucking like a Telltale game. But that's not bad. No, but I don't know how much I care when there's all this other shit to play. True. Um, and other shit to play. Because there's, there's that new Telltale Batman already has an episode out, which I would like to play. Oh, but, I don't even know that. But not for fucking... Because uh, on PC, at least, they make you buy the whole fucking season for like 25 bucks at once, and I'm not mm-hmm. doing that until it's out. Because um, I did that with the last one, which I thought was just okay. Um, and that, then fucking the Guardians of the Galaxy Telltale games out. And I haven't played that yet. Yeah. Um, other shit. Here's Here we a, go. Can I toss something in real quick? Okay. Today, on the day we're recording, happens to be the 18th anniversary of the release of the Sega Dreamcast in North America. September 9th. Let's do it. 18 nine, years. Nine nine ninety nine. Yeah. Yep. Hell yeah. Never had one. Never had one. Really? Yet. I yep. had two. I had one quite a bit after it was relevant and then i bought one actually we found one in the trash two years ago <laughs> that we fished out and it worked for one day the uh my recollection as a child of the sega dreamcast consists of me going on an eighth grade trip to washington dc and all the rich kids who were there Brought their Dreamcasts and Game Boy Advances with backlight clip-on accessories oh. to the point where I was so jealous, I bought a Game Boy Advance on this trip, which was stolen from me when okay. my house was broken into mm. less than a year ago. On so my trip... It's sadness <laughs> and pain. Wait, it was stolen less than a year ago? No, less less than a year after you bought after it. I bought it. Okay, in case I said that all. My experience up. with the Dreamcast was my cousin had one, and got it the day it came out because, uh, well, like the cousin I was friends with that I would play it with those around my age, but his older brother, um, you know, he, I think he was like eighteen or at the time or seventeen or something. He had a job, mm-hmm. so he had, you know, he was, he was in high school still and had a job, so he could, you know, just get it the day it came out um with that you know making money and not paying any bills kind of situation so i just remember playing uh i think we just played a fuckload of soul caliber that that week that the i I witnessed people playing ready to rumble that was it and i remember sonic adventure and being blown away by it my biggest memory of my seventh eighth grade trip to washington (laughs) dc was that i learned that's when i learned to play magic the gathering oh okay um so that was awesome yeah i went to a giant mall and bought a game boy advance and i went to the wizards of the coast store and wish i had more money yeah um okay continuing on with games that are on the way out or have already came out i'm gonna play that uncharted game definitely yeah i am too i'm gonna play it because i own this uh new 4k ps4 and that those are some of the best looking games of their time That's and another. that is i'm playing it for a similar reason is that i just got that oled tv and i bet it looks fucking awesome i there. have my same old tv so that's another game i'll probably buy when it's ten dollars in six months I bet that's how much i'm game. gonna pay to play it so uh that new standalone dishonored thing Fuck that's coming yeah. out death of the outsiders coming it's to- out oh it's totally standalone yeah 
Oh, that's yeah. cool. It's uh, next week. It's but like a $30 game, too. I haven't played any of Dishonored 2, so I will not be jumping on that bandwagon right away. Um, oh, this comes out next week? Yeah. Man, fuck. Right? I have to play that. It's all fucked up. That's the position we're in with this year of gaming. We're like, wait, what? Next week? Because if, if, if that's anything like the first game, I th- the DLC for the first Dishonored was like probably, in my opinion, like almost twice as good as what the main game was. So if that's I didn't the think trend, it was that much better, dude, I fucking love the DLC for. I Dishonored. thought it was good. I played. I played both of them, and I um, thought they were good. But if this follows that trend of uh, being at least on par with the main game, that's like a fucking whole another Dishonored game coming out. Yeah, I week. still have to play Dishonored. Dude, you should play it. It's really good. I'm about to. Um, that's another one that's boosty aid by the mm-hmm. PS4 Pro. It's so I'm not like. I know we've talked it to death. This whole 4K iterative stuff. I was just it's, it's very obnoxious. I was just thinking that earlier today like It's very snooty. I was reading um NeoGAF like, you know, as one does. Yeah. Um checking out some threads and I stuff. I try not to. And uh well, I like to read about when there's like new game announcements and stuff and like what's going on. But uh any fucking anytime there's a thread about a game, you can't get more than five or six posts into the thread. Or until people start talking about the pro version versus the regular version, and it's just like it's every time I'll be like reading, and someone will be like, "Oh, I heard that this," and you're like, oh, "Okay," and then somebody will post a link like, "Oh, the developer said this about the game," and I'm like, oh, "Okay, cool, this is," and it's like, "Oh, does anybody know? Um, uh, is this gonna run at native 4K or is this gonna be?" And I'm just like, "Jesus fucking yeah, it's really, <laughs> really don't care, dude." Uh, yeah, it, because uh, I mean, nerd alert. Despite. I mean, I understand Despite all that stuff. Really it's liking it, it, like, and and being interested in what's going on, it is a pervasive conversation. I wish was not happening. It just the fact that it exists is cool, but that you can't even talk about a game and some until somebody's like, "Oh yeah, is that is that running a native or is that a is that checkerboard well, to 4K and, or everyone's um, focusing on the least interesting aspects of the game, which is not the game itself, but the amount of pixels that you can perceive for the game, like. Yeah, I think for having like 4K TVs and an OLED and all this stuff and, and having that, you guys have been very tolerable about you. Like, you're not like, oh, unless it comes to the fucking second tier of the fucking Targaryen galaxy input, I'm not going to even look at it. It's just like, oh, that it's going to look great. That's fun. I'm interested in that. No, ha- having sweet TVs is just like something cool to have. Well, and it's nice yeah. to take advantage of it when applicable, which is, I feel like, what you guys always talk about. It's well, like, oh, it's going to look really good on this TV. But you're like, I need to talk to the publisher. I'm going to send him a yeah. letter right away. Well, because then there's the other side of the coin where people can't talk about a game without bringing up like the pro versus the regular or the expert. Like, oh, Oh, they better enhance this for Xbox One X and that kind of shit. But then the other half of it is people that are like confused about how all this works in the first place. You're like, oh, it's and, and they're and they're just like, bloody. wait. So if I want the HDR, do I set the setting to YUV four two zero or what's? But I, I keep getting my I keep losing signal every like couple minutes. So maybe I should put on RGB. It's like, gee, it shouldn't be that fucking hard to plug a console into a TV. No, uh, it, it I feel like it. This whole thing added an extra asinine step that's not explained at all. Yeah, and uh, definitely. A- unless you already know what you're doing, you're going to be confused about it. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Uh, some other shit's coming out. Uh, that Metroid 2 remake by Nintendo. Um, oh, you mean the one with the hard difficulty level 
locked behind uh, a $13 fucking toy that you're going to have to buy from well, a reseller, probably. That's called an Amoeber. And Get that Amoeber, bro. And I don't it's know. Like, D- DLC isn't enough. Let's make it so if you want the DLC, you have to buy a rare toy. Yeah. I'm not. Hey, Amiibos are indefensible. I won't even attempt to go there. Yeah. I, I, the, the, I'm like, glad that although you own more Amiibos than anybody I've met in my life, <laughs> you you also acknowledge that it's... <laughs> what a great lead-in. I mean, I will admit that you have a problem, but anywho... That, but at least you acknowledge that Amiibo is like one of the slimiest fucking things. Well, there's no... There's no getting around it. I mean, like... Yeah. I... I wanted them for Breath of the Wild, and I think the Breath of the Wild ones are all cool. Dude, the Guardian then, Amiibo is dope. Then I ended up getting several others. Hey, guess what? I'm going to tell you guys, like, if I had A, room in my home or, like, my own place, and B, uh, like, the Switch, I'd probably buy, like, every fucking Amiibo on Earth. Like, I love stupid, useless collectibles. <laughs> They're, like, my favorite thing. There's and these even have a use, at least sometimes, that you can plug into use. stuff. Did you see that... Um, you're going to be able to use them in Skyrim? Yes. They're, they're going to drop like Dude. a random loot drop? Dude. Just like in Zelda? You're going to be able to use them in 2K. Are they going to... Oh. NBA 2K has Amiibo support. Oh, Dude, the day that I'm what? able to get like a fucking... Wait. What could that possibly mean? I want to get a deadlift shrimp it means, it means It means you're going to have fucking LeBron dressed like Mario. I hope. That would be great, that, dude. If that's the case... I'm getting that. Every time, every time the basketball <laughs> bounces, instead of the normal sound, it's going to make the fireball sound from Mario. Dude, if the basketball was a fireball, mm-hmm. like in NBA Kevin Jam, Durant has like a toad helmet on. That's insane. It's in pure insanity. It, yeah. Or no. like every time you did an alley-oop, it's like, woohoo! <laughs> That'd yeah. be fucking amazing. Amigos are ridiculous, but they have some appeal. And no, so, I, and dude, it's and exactly up my most alley. Most of them are pretty well made. Whenever you use your... your uh, turbo boost for like speed or whatever it makes that the star sound the star song oh yeah like if your guy like makes like three shots in a row and he's heating up it's like that'd be great if you find if you find yourself buying amiibos just be be cognizant of what you're doing i only have the traveling down a dark path the guardian one not only is a cool action figure yeah it also gets you like the most valuable thing in Zelda. Yeah. So it's like I mean, I think some of them also just fucking look super cool. I bought the Cloud Strife one just because he looked Well, cool. Cloud's a fucking boss, so that makes sense. Um all right, continuing on because more games are coming out next week that Marvel vs. Capcom game comes out. That is a non-starter for all of us. I'm glad none of oh, us Oh, I was going to get it, fighters. but Oh. It apparently looks like shit, so I think it looks bad, yeah. Yeah. I don't um, like the art style. Also, SteamWorld Dig 2, right around the corner. Right. Right around the Kona. Um, yeah, and that's a long time coming. That's also a Switch first game. Um, really? Cool. Well, actually, you know what? It is coming to PS4 and Vita. I just don't know if it's day and date with, uh, with the Switch version. I, it was, it the was, first uh, one's on Vita as well? Yes. Okay. I'll probably buy both of them game. for Vita. They've been on sale for like $3 several times. I swear I've told you every time. Uh, probably, and I probably just forget like I do every time. For Farkas, before the end of the month, uh, Total Warhammer, Total War Warhammer 2 comes out. 
And for anyone with an Xbox who has been excited about anything for the last several years, Cuphead comes out at the end of the fucking month. Uh, oh, you're going to have to fucking play that guy too. Which is nasty. Uh, Dude, I need to buy a lot of Taco Bell to try to win an Xbox now. I'm actually, I, you could play it on. Uh, I thought about that. You could, you could play <laughs> it on. Uh, that game's coming to PC too. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, I can wait. It's, that game looks. Actually, I've heard somebody that did a was playing a review copy was talking about it being ridiculously difficult, which I kind of expected. I, th- I think it's. I think it comes out on Steam the same day it comes out on Xbox. Oh, I might just buy that then. But. Uh, don't let that stop you from buying lots of Taco Bell in an attempt to win. Oh, I, I've already bought two of the Quesarito boxes that have the codes on them, so... Did you win? No, I didn't. I'd be fucking telling everyone right now, shouting from the rooftops if I already had. Would you hold that information back? If I won one, I would just sell it. I'd buy it off you. Yeah. I would Actually, I sell might my current Xbox and then keep it. Actually, I might keep it as just a 4K Blu-ray player. Because I'd rather buy a Switch before an Xbox. I would enjoy my prize, and I would keep that prize, and I would use that. I wish I had got one of those gold PlayStations. Taco yeah. Bell was also giving those away as prizes. Uh, Big Dan has they've, one of those. They've been in, in bed with PlayStation and Xbox. Well, yeah. they are the lord of the $8 fill-your-face-with-disgusting-Mexican-food saga so i've i played the i played the ps4 game multiple times to try to win that when the ps4 came out that didn't work and i also did the same with the psvr and uh i'll probably try once or twice for the xbox one x the thing i like that they do is like the last week or two of the contest they let you enter once per day for free online so i always oh. do, i always do that i didn't know that i had not played any taco contest before but i will play this one probably especially because i like that quesarito box that's five dollars for a lot of food that's what i was trying to do get the psvr i would have me my girlfriend and my mom would each once a day enter it oh tasty which uh also is plus it improves your life with all that taco bell you're eating absolutely see that's great i get that before i go into work so i eat it for like my breakfast and for my lunch at work I would, for five bucks. I would love to win an Xbox One X. That just, That'd be awesome. Just, just to win something. Yeah, you I know, just I, like winning shit, and I don't have an Xbox right now, so it solve a couple problems. Yeah, I, I won uh, Fantasy Football League and had to wait a year to get my prize money, and then the day I got my prize money, I had to give it all to a veterinarian bill. So I just, I need to win again now. Yeah, you need to be up on it. Yeah. We should cool. hit up the casino in Pittsburgh. Actually, uh, wait, the Xbox One X is like $500, right? Yeah. Yeah. If I won one, I would totally just sell it and then like spend like $120 on a 4K Blu-ray player and then have... How's about I trade you the 1S and like $150? Yeah, see, that's... that's uh, I'd make more money if I just bought a 4K Blu-ray. I'd have like... I just... You'd buy a 4K Blu-ray player for how much? You can usually get them on sale for like $120 or something. Well, see, I would goose you. So that would, that would <laughs> so some that, uh, What if I on. traded you an Xbox One S and a PS3 for your One X? That's two things you want: 4K Blu-ray player and a PS3. I'd probably consider that. All right, we'll talk. This is great. It's like living in Skyrim, like we'll all this talk. bartering you, going on. You win that Xbox, and then we'll talk. Uh, all right. Real man's time. Real man stuff. This week is our hyper special edition. It is the first ever Games Gone Awry 
inductee to our video game Hall of Fame. Da 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 da. Gentlemen, we must decide who deserves the first spot in the video game Hall of Fame. You think about a Hall of Fame. Tracy McGrady just got put in the NBA Hall of Fame. Yeah. Do you deserve it? Yes. Probably not. Okay. We went in different directions. You even I like love more Tracy McGrady, I yeah. and I actually think that he's a fantastic player, and I was, I liked him when everybody liked Kobe uh, the most. My first vote for this, I already have. But did he deserve Hall of Fame? Probably not. Compared I think he to, did, but we can... Maybe, maybe compared to some of the other guys that are in NBA Hall of Fame, but compared to what you would think is a Hall of Fame standard, probably not. Scoring champion two times a year is his biggest accolade. Who's it's pretty big? Not anymore, though. So, so we have to get somebody in there. Video games, video well, games. We, we have to, we have to wedge somebody in, and it, you know, you got to think of all timers, characters, and games, but a representative. I think a piece of a game. I mean, are we only doing one inductee here, or are we doing a class of inductees? See, here's what I think: is that for our first one, we should maybe do a class. Of three, since there's three of us. Okay. But that doesn't mean we get say-so for whoever we want to throw in. Because you're going to put, like, fucking Qbert or someone in Mahe's list. No, I got a way better one than that. Uh, Oh, Lord. But then from there on, we add at singular moments, like, one to two guys. Okay. Because the way, way, like, NFL Hall of Fame works, like, every year there's, like, four people who get inducted. That's how so, most Hall of Fames work is you have a class of inductees. Yeah, so like, but what we'll probably do is fall back on this far too often when we run out of ideas. Sure. And so then we'll just bring in like one to two guys. I mean, we could do like a monthly, a monthly inducted, induct, in, in, I to don't know catch how to up for the years. Yeah, because we, we've been doing this induction. for over a year. Induction, thank you. Um, all right, well, let's fucking, let's get the ball rolling let's roll our balls let's let's nominate some some fellers mm-hmm. and f- fillets <laughs> yep that's the female fellers is fillets fillets <laughs> <laughs> in this hall see the game's gonna arrive video let game me, let me put my fillets <laughs> in your hall <laughs> uh hall of fame maybe a title has been achieved here fillets in the hall uh, oh boy. Hazel, you said you had one up your sleeve. Yeah. What you got? Oh, God. Bruce Willis. <laughs> Apocalypse? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> I think what would be better, like, we should try to find his agent's phone number, email, and be like, do you want to <laughs> see if he wants to come do accept you ex- the award? Do you want to send us an email or voicemail accepting your. Induction into the, the video, video game, game Hall of Fame. Fame. The game's gonna arrive. Video game Hall. Yeah. If I remember correctly, in the game Apocalypse, we can also induct System of a Down because there's video screens that no. like TVs in the background that have pictures of stills from the right. music video. I'm not trying to get too wild here, right? But let's be honest. A. Bruce Willis was also in the Die Hard trilogy video game. You played as him in every game. That's correct. That's correct. So wait, and no, I thought you didn't. No, you did. You played as John McClane in the first one. John McClane is the only person to play in the second one, and then 
Uh, I swear we just watched Die Hard game footage the other day. We did, and you play as him. And all in the third one, you're driving a, a car, so you don't see him. And then the second one is an on-rail shooters, so you don't see him. But you are John McClane in all those games, because in the third game, Sam Jackson's terrible voice acting double as Zeus Carver is yelling at you to like drive safer and shit. Also, there's a Fifth Element game, and he appears in that. Seems like he's a really healthy candidate for this. I don't know. I don't know. Let's watch some footage. We got him loaded up. Apparently, I can't take a screenshot. Wait, is that supposed to be him? Yeah. Looks just like him. (laughs) It's It's like he jumped in your TV. Oh, boy. It's nuts. Um, All right. Let me think. Let me think back. Did um, I surprise you with that one? To catch you off guard? No. <laughs> <laughs> you, you knew I was going to come up with something fucking stupid as hell. <laughs> well, I like how you said Cubert as an insult, and that would have been such a better viable yeah, choice. Cubert is actually like an iconic <laughs> video game character. Yeah, like even my dad probably knows who Cubert. Well, my dad yeah, knows who Bruce not. Willis is too, though. Yes, That's true. So Bruce Willis represents. Is Cubert more? <laughs> More iconic than Bruce Willis? I think not. I mean, that's true. I mean, <laughs> you have not. to honestly admit that, like, in the world, like, if you're going to choose Cubert or Bruce Willis, you have to go with Bruce Willis every time. Spoilers for Apocalypse going on on the TV right now. Right. Um, I mean, this looks like straight <laughs> dog shit, but that's fine. Dude, it's one of my favorite games. Okay. I don't believe what you're saying right now. I play it once a year. Mike Redette, do you have a nominee for the video game helping? Uh... I mean, mine's not going to be as quite as in the same vein, but mine was going to be Solid Snake. Okay. Okay, um, Solid Snake is definitely up there. So, because he has been in several of those games. And I, I know in the later ones or a couple of them, you play as Big Boss, but that's kind of an extension also of the Solid Snake lore in that he is a genetic clone of Big Boss anyway. Mm-hmm. Um so the original Metal Gear on Nintendo, you're Solid Snake, I believe, or were you Big Boss? You're so you're Solid you're Snake. Big Boss, and, I no, thought. no, you're Solid Snake in, in Metal Gear One and Metal Gear Two, um, and you're Solid Snake in Metal Gear Solid, and you don't play as Big Boss until Metal Gear Solid Three, and then you're obviously riding in two, but a healthy portion of the game is augmented by Solid Snake. Yeah, and the, then the four o- is Solid Snake again. The only games where you play as Big Boss is Metal Gear Solid Three and, three five. and five. Yeah. And right, so um okay. I think Solid Snake qualifies here. Okay. Um He's no Bruce Willis. Yeah. Although uh, he's based off of uh Russell Crowe's character from Escape from New York. So maybe we should be putting Russell Crowe in here. I I don't think no, we Kurt should Russell, be. Kurt Russell. Oh, sorry, Kurt Russell. Watch out. Yeah, wait, whoa. That's a big jump. Way better than Russell Crowe. Yes. We absolutely should not be putting We're talking Russell about fucking Captain Ron here. Oh my god, I fucking love that movie. Um, He's back in the eye patch. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Snake Plissken. Classic video game character here. Okay. I'm gonna go with the straight piece in Tetris. Like the long four piece in yep. a row. Yeah. I that's, mean, that's I, a sign I of love hope. it. I'm gonna be honest with you. That's a sign of freedom. You're always looking for that piece. That's the Bruce Willis of Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to agree with that statement. <laughs> That's the Bruce Willis of Tetris. Um, I think Straight Piece has a has a good shot here at making into the 
the G G A V G H O F. Um, <laughs> man, he's lit. If you have a second nominee, hmm, we kind of nominated class here, so let's at least give us one more go round. Should probably do two, but let's do one at least. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say Chocobos. <laughs> That's actually a really mm. good one. I'll be honest with you. Chocobos. That is a long history of usage in video games, spanning many decades it's, and many gaming systems. It's in at least fifteen of them. They had their own racing. It's true. Mm-hmm. Okay. Spend a big chunk of uh, fifteen on them, from what I've seen. I hope if we had if we had like fans that made fan art, if they made uh, art of Bruce Willis riding a chocobo, that would be <laughs> so good. Yeah, oh. I would hang it up in my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, into the apocalypse. Yeah, I would try I to. Love it. Uh, I would, I would try to find Bruce Willis. Um, well, we'd, we we're gonna put a call out to his agent f- to, for this induction ceremony. Uh, hopefully, I can get him to sign my picture of him riding a chocobo. How did they make a game called Apocalypse with Bruce Willis and not make an Armageddon game with Bruce Willis? Uh, they asked, and Ben Affleck wouldn't allow it. He has fifty percent controlling rights over Armageddon. Uh, games and he paraphernalia. He also owns half of Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. That's true. The bottom half. <laughs> Waist down. He owns all of that real estate. It's an important half. Mostly his feetsies. <laughs> he loves those feats. How It's just the fact that Apocalypse starring Bruce Willis exists is just a beautiful thing. What system was that on? PS1. PS1. Okay. Yep. I think I saw it many times in Blockbuster and never rented it because I, even as a child, I was like, oh boy. I played Apocalypse. It was like a 3D, like Contra kind of game. I didn't play all of it. Me but neither. I played it. I only played the demo. But I played the demo many times. <laughs> but that was enough to earn him a Hall of Fame ballot. Well, if you remember the PS1 days, a lot we played these demos to death because the demo disc came with the system. And so a lot well, of times you'd had like, a game or two and it well not to disc. mention like if you were getting a magazine subscription some of those magazines came with a uh, yep. uh a demo disc every month mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or you could go to toys r us Official and there would just be a magazine. free demo in a bin somewhere in yep. fairness apocalypse was pretty fun for the time dude i thought i remember thinking it was cool yeah it looks like something i would have played um Mike, do you have a second nominee? Yeah, I'm going to be just totally cool, like serious with this thing. <laughs> so I want to nominate Mario. Okay, yeah. I mean, someone have I knew it was done coming. that first. That's why I was so like baffled when you're like, we're just going to nominate one. I was like, well, you know it's going to be Mario, right? Well, I don't know. I think the straight piece from Tetris. That's, see, that's why I'm thinking we should do multiple, even multiple classes every time, but we should just nominate lots okay. and narrow it down. Yeah. I mean, we'll see how it that It might goes. even bring some guys back that didn't make it, because yeah. that would be interesting. That's a fun Hall of Fame thing that happens. Right. So, 
Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Mario. He's an Italian plumber and pretty much it represents... No, well, he, he was an Italian plumber. I don't think they have the right. Who? Nintendo said this week that he Mario is no longer a plumber. Ah, fuck that. He is and always will be a plumber. Fuck that. I don't yeah, I don't think they get to choose that anymore. They also no, said that he's they, only twenty five years old. Yeah, that's a fucking that's Which crazy bananas. Not accurate based on how long those games are. At the youngest he's forty two years old. He's a fat forty two year old man. That mustache doesn't grow on a twenty five year old. <laughs> he also talks like a goddamn moron. Yeah, he yeah, he talks like if oh, I, I was disagree. making fun of an Italian person. No, I disagree. That man's well-spoken man. He's got a brother that's fucking got super bad fucking autism. jealousy. Yeah, he's got autism. <laughs> and <it's, laughs> I was gonna go there, but yes, that's true. He has a fucking wiggly leg jump. Fuck him. He's got an evil twin that goes. Yeah, he's got an idiot that switched the first letter of his name and didn't even change it. He just flipped it over like an asshole. And he what loves a dick. He loves gold. Mario does love. Fu- he loves gold and murder. Wario loves gold. Well, let's let's not joke. Mario fucking loves his gold too. So he gets the, what, a life out of it every hundred gold pieces. What's the difference between pieces. Mario and Wario then? Wario is quote unquote air quotes evil, even though Mario also fucking jams on wildlife by stomping on their fucking head until they're dead, and then collects fucking points and coinage from their corpses, like some sort of sociopath. And then he expects as his reward a woman for all of this. Yeah, he goes fucking hoe trolling all fucking day long and fucking murders a one of a kind demon dinosaur. Although I don't know what he's doing either because it's—I mean, it's a fucking molesty vibe that fucking Bowser. Bowser gets wants off. to rape that woman, right? Okay. And so, like, so he's like it, always like trying to force her to like marry him. Why can't Why can't he want to seduce that woman? Why has it got to be why? Don't you think Bowser has some sexual boundaries? No, see, that's why I said more molesty. Like, a molest, he fucking brings well, I'm her... I'm saying he might be a man of consent. He just... Uh, the thrill maybe, is... Maybe the first time, but... It could be the thrill of stealing her. He's abducted her dozens of times. Yeah, but maybe maybe that's where he calls it quits. He also just could be goading his ultimate dickhead enemy into fucking coming around. Like, so he... I actually think he doesn't give a flying fuck about her. He just knows it'll bring... The ultimate oh, asshole. No. There's definitely some some business. No, he dude, he's got a spark in his no, eye. He's got, he's no, dude, I think business. he's fucking the Koopas. That was also well, a he has children. No, no, not his children. Like the fucking Koopa Troopas. Like he's fucking them. Uh, Let's see. I, I bet you there's a that. really dark corner of the internet where because they probably have a what you call it. What's that thing that fucking like birds and lizards have? Like a corkscrew dick? No, no, oh, it's a, a coke co- sh- chevron. It's in not their a chevron. <laughs> No, no, the the way you identify a lizard's gender is sometimes by a chevron-shaped gland uh, right in their genital region. I'm talking about, it's like a thing that is both a asshole and a vagina. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's not a, not a cochlear, that's an ear implant. No, it's a... It's a cochlea or something like that. How much cartoon Bowser porn do you think there a is? A cloaca. That's cloaca? Cloaca. Or, yeah, that's it. Cloaca or cloaca, cloaca. You know what a doolap is? A doolap? Yes. No, what's that? No. That is, there was a song that uh, friends of ours made up back in the day about doolaps. Oh, I don't know about that song. You don't remember that? Uh, it, 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 all I remember of it was it was about a, a female, and it was, 
That baby bitch got a doolap. Oh, wait, wait, like wait. That. No, I made that song. You made that song up. Okay. Um, yeah, a doolap is a, what you would call a waddle on a turkey. Oh, yeah. okay. That's cool. Um, but on lizards, sometimes like an iguana, you see the doolap and they ex- they extend it. They so is a doolap... Swell it to, the males do to impose. Is a doolap a technical term for a waddle in any case then? Um, I believe, yeah. Okay. I cool. believe so. I can't think of many instances of waddle outside of Turkey. Okay, oh. cool. Oh, no. So I was curious about if there's Bowser porn. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> you should have known better. There is. <laughs> He's having, like, consensual sex with other lizards, right? That's a bull fucking him in the ass. That's something else. While Mario jerks off in the corner. Okay, yeah, that's kind of what I pictured. This is not <laughs> what happened. <laughs> Wait, I, I just wanted to put Mario the, in the Hall of Fame. I'm Hall sorry. Fame. This guys. one's a safe for work one, but it's still just as bad. Oh, no, that's him like presenting. Yeah. He wants I to saw, show you his sweet I saw dick. a uh, DeviantArt cartoon of, of Link from Breath of the Wild pounding Aloy with their Metacritic scores oh, around man. their neck. Okay. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> and it was like fucking what, like 96 or 98 and then like 88 or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, who did this? Who went through the effort to put their fucking Metacritic scores? Dude, I always wonder like, because there's all this crazy weird cartoon porn on the internet. Yeah. There's people that are making it. Like, there's a You're really you real into Overwatch. I bet you watch a lot of that. <laughs> I, yeah. it's, it's I'm gonna good. be honest with you. I've seen just by proxy, like image yeah. search, I've seen plenty of Persona Five business. I bet ninety percent of the Overwatch fan community is people drawing pictures. It's not porn. It's like them like holding hands and snuggling. No, and there's stuff. definitely a lot of porn. Pittsman's there's, mustard. There's, there's porn too. But. There's definitely a lot of Overwatch porn <laughs> that I haven't even sought out and found. I mean, I'd bang most of those characters anyway, so that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, I'd fucking suck Hanzo's dick. What's up, lizard guy? He's a good-looking guy. Yeah, that's a great-looking man. Okay. Like if Torn Bjorg Tornborn came Torn <laughs> Tornborn. How do you say that man's name? Is man, it Torn Bjorg? Tor Torbjorn. Tor Torbjorn. 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 All right, I don't want to fucking Torbjorn. anymore. What's the? What's oh the, my god, dude, this is clutch. Quit. <laughs> Yeah, that's. I like how Bowser's dick has like a fucking green shell on the <laughs> dick tip. a green tip. shell on the yeah, tip. Yeah, his fucking penis head is a green shell with spikes on it, and he's titty fucking peach. And the shaft is like pink with like warts all, right. all over it's it. It's super dope. I, we need to reroute because this is not a Hall of Fame discussion. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really having a blast. Bowser's here. cock in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Oh um, no! There's one of uh, <laughs> it's one of the Koopa kids and oh, Bowser, God. and they're they're fucking. I don't want to hear about Bowser bit roasting Peach masturbating in oh, a child finger, face. Finger cuffs? Well, yeah, it's not quite finger cuffs, but yeah, basically same. All deal. right, all right, enough. Put an end to it. Um, it's so there's a lot of this. Yeah, yeah. I've seen some shit. Video game Hall of Fame. It's up to you now. I say Bowser's dick. Dear God. <laughs> We don't have a canonical reference to his dick, though. Can't be eligible. Who did you nominate, Mike? Mario. Uh, Mario. <laughs> and Solid Snake. Yeah, I picked like real characters. He got lost. Um, what we, about Clefkey? The Pokemon that's a, a set of keys? 
I hate no, you. <laughs> but similarly. Okay. I, are you going where I think you're going? Uh, I don't know. Am I? Hit me up with it. Professor Oak. Prof Oak? I like that. Mm. No, he doesn't like that. He's no, your, I mean, it's fine, but... He's essentially your first dad? I have a good one. Well, he's Gary's dad, but he likes you better. And by Gary, I mean the last time I played Pokemon, <laughs> I named Gary Fuckboy. <laughs> so... I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm not proud of that. Professor okay, Oak. that's fine. I but got, I really like Prof Oak. I got one. Glover. <laughs> From... Glover. From Glover. Glover. The Noid? Just a just a utter refusal to take this exercise, at least slightly. Actually, his second choice I think was a really good one. Yeah, Chocobo. Okay, I think that was a really great choice. I mean, his first one was potentially a great choice if you want star power no, in your Hall of Fame. No, it was. We need somebody to show up that's a real person to get their award. Cocksucker. He'll draw media to us. I wish I could retroactively take my last one back. But I got someone. Do you want to do one more piece then? Well, your last one and my last one. Okay, because he did Glover? Yeah. Okay, are you... you Fuck yeah, dude. You're sticking to, okay, we're sticking with Glover. <laughs> yeah, we shouldn't. No, we shouldn't. Oh, wait, no, I'll, cha- I'll change it from Glover to the Master Hand. Master Hand at least plays a bigger role. I and don't, e- I don't even know. Kind of include. What, what do you like better, from, Master Hand or Glover, Garthoff? I don't know either. I don't think he really knows either. Master very well. Hand is the final boss of Super Smash Brothers. He's wasn't he in Star he, Fox as well. I don't know. It's a big gloved hand. I just imagined the Hamburger Helper mascot. That's basically Tom what Arnold. Master Hand is. See, he yeah he voices it, but yeah. it's a hand. I like hamburger helper. I, I, I don't think, like having to buy meat separate, but fine, I that's think okay. Master hand is pretty iconic, like that attack where it makes the finger gun and shoots at you. That was a fun fight. Yeah, yeah. that fight's cool. Okay, and um, it's and because it's like all the Smash Brothers characters are like toys. This in is somebody's. Room. Is this like a character? It has to be a character. <coughs> um, I don't know. Does it? I nominated the straight piece from Tetris. I mean that's. Not technically a character, I guess. Um, can Wumpa fruit. Okay, you, uh, can I get crazy with my last one? Maybe get wacky. Can I put the start button? Because we've had the start button since like I started playing video games. That's how you start. And like you use it to pause, you use it to start most games, and you use it sometimes it's for the whole menu and how you set but, your options. But we don't have the start. But it's gone. We don't have the start button anymore. But, well, I mean, but I mean, when you put somebody in the Hall of Fame, usually they're retired anyway. That's true. I'm saying the start button played a huge role yeah. in our games for right. a long no, time. None of the controllers have a start button anymore. That's crazy. Okay, why don't we do one more pass then? We're nominating start button. Okay, we can just keep going and pick our favorites from here. So you go one more. What? Well, I'll go two more, and then we'll. You want to yeah, rotate? You, like you snake? go one more. Okay. This well, is we'll getting, have to this go. This is getting crazy. You go two more, and then I'll go. We'll each go <laughs> one more. Fucking Glover and the start button remaining. <laughs> no, it's fucking. It's what's his master? Master. master, master, master hand. Okay, here's one. Real one. Yeah. Master Chief. Mm-hmm. Staked his claim. Uh, I think if we do that, people will get confused because we'll have Master Hand and Master Chief. Oh, boy. Yeah, the likelihood of Master Hand at this point is pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting down there. But I, th- I mean, but that's his nomination, so that's I, I like that. I'm going to put that one out there. Okay. I really like Master Chief. All right, Chief. and then since... I got another one loaded up. 
the fucking Hootie God mask from fucking Crash Bandicoot. Oh, uh, it's got a real name. Aku Aku. Yeah, the Aku Aku. Okay, that's a fucking cool mask, bro. And he's, you know, he's a man. He's got some drum music behind him. Yeah. He's tr- Ooh, uh, People see him, they know what he does. I sure. Just, I just thought of a really great one. Okay, just shoot from the hip. Uh, the Merchant from Resident Evil 4. What are you buying? That's super specific. I like that, <laughs> where you went with there. I mean, I would never vote for it ever in the history of ever, but yeah, I like it. I like what you did. He's, okay. It's so weird, because you're like going through this crazy infested village, oh. and there's just this weird merchant guy that shows up along your adventure all the way with his wares set up and he goes oh what are you selling stranger <laughs> like, he's, he's just in this zombie infested castle just selling guns I'm, I'm the last one right yeah okay um since i went a little bit abstract with the last one and choosing the start button i'm gonna go a little more uh mainstream with this next one all right uh i mean i'm gonna throw a pac-man what up okay pack town that's classic Adam Jones, cornerback for Cincinnati right. Bengals. Is he still playing for them, by the way? Yeah, he's been fine. Oh, boy. Anyway, Pac-Man. <laughs> he eats shit. He eats ghosts. He runs from ghosts. Waka waka. He likes pellets. Boom. And they're still making games about that, dude. Pac-Man, what, 256 was that last one or whatever? That was the, the mobile variety. And there's like a Pac-Man anniversary edition or some shit that came out a couple years ago. Yeah, there's about 40 of those. Yeah, so Pac-Man is where I went with my last choice. Okay, so we have 12 nominees at this point. I think we can select three to four. Okay, yeah, let's just, you know. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, uh, let's get Solid Snake in here. All right, if he wants to be the first okay. inauguration, he's super classic, and I chose him so i feel proud deserves to be part of the combo all right I'll, I'll go on a limb here and say that bruce willis is coming in let's uh table that let's uh, all right let's el- let's eliminate some people i'm sorry resident Evil 4 merchant is not oh he's so good <laughs> it's funny <laughs> i i agree he should go I don't think that gets him a seat. And how about Master Chief, too? Uh, for eliminate, I would eliminate Professor Oak first. Yeah, you're right. All right, let's, let's get, get rid of the start button. Let's get a, uh, rid of Oak. Start button, good conceptually, though. I I think maybe next year he might come up. Who knows? Yeah, or so I think he might come back. Whatever week we do this. On yeah, just because he didn't write next month or whatever. Just because he didn't get in this week. Um... Mm. That leaves Pac-Man, Aku Aku, Master Chief, Master Hand, Mario, Chocobo, the straight piece from Tetris, Solid Snake, and Bruce Willis on the table. Solid Snake is probably going to make it. Uh, who else do you think is up there? I mean, the only one re- here I'd really punch out of my weight class for permanently is Mario because he is video games to some people. Mm, yeah, to many. Like, not all jokes aside, but, like, he is the Nintendo machine, basically, so. I'm going to go ahead and say Pac-Man is disqualified for being in Pixels. That's fine. (laughs) Okay, yeah, fuck that guy. You know, I mean. Yeah, fuck him. 
You can be bought that easily. If you're fucking co-starring with Sandler, fuck you. I think what we're going to end up with here is, in all seriousness, um, Mario, Master Chief, Solid Snake, and Chocobos. Mm, I don't see it that way. I see Solid Snake, Mario... Bruce Willis and Chocobos. The straight piece. And no one else. Okay. And Bruce Willis. Not Bruce Willis. We should put, I think we should should put Chocobos in there. Me too. Because that stretches across an entire... Okay, well, like, we, no one's talking about Master Hand. We can get him the fuck out okay. of there. So that is less... In Aku Aku, sorry. You know. Yeah, he's he's out. It's a fun thought. Um, I think he's cool, but... So Solid Snake's in. We'll just lock that up. Okay. Mario's in. We'll lock that up too. Okay. I think the straight piece gets that third spot. And then if we're doing a fourth, it's between Chocobo, Master Chief, and Bruce Wills. I like like Chocobo. Bruno. Those are 15 games that have all had Chocobos. Probably more. We got way more. Way more fifteen, fifteen main lines, and then all the side games that have also all pretty much had Jokobos. Probably close to twenty. Yeah, that's a good one. It is, and it's iconic. It, it represents a series that well, is, Mr. is Chief well is loved. iconic. He, he is. represents a series, and I'm not saying he can't come back next induction. I'm just saying, for me personally, the that's Chocobo. fair. All right, we have our first class. All right, of. The GGA VG HOF. Bruce Willis, the merchant from Resident Evil 4. <laughs> nope. The start button and the master hand. <laughs> yes. Absolutely not. Our first class of the GGA VG HOF is our very own Solid Snake. Yes. Mario. It's a me. The Straight Beast. From Tetris da, 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 and da, da, the Chocobo. All things uh, I can identify from 20 years ago. Otacon, we have to go after Metal Gear. Yeah. Indeed. These are all things that are pretty prominent now and prominent old school as well. So yeah. that makes sense. I like it. I like it. And the craziest part, real man stuff was about video games. Yeah. In a way, we're cutting this segment. It was always about ourselves. It's about love and determination. Uh, Being in love and living in love. And Bowser's dick. That did come up quite a bit. No, that definitely. We got a. That played a major role. It's got a green shell on the tip. Went into that corner. If only had a blue shell on the dick, then he'd be unstoppable. Um, well, maybe when he gets the feather, instead of getting a cape, Bowser gets a blue shell dick. Yes, I'm in. A spiked one? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Bowser's got spikes on his green shell, so. It's true. Well, you never know. He might shave. Yeah. Kuna Matata. That's a good point. <laughs> it means no worries. <laughs> For the rest of your days. Aladdin could have been a nominee. Oh, that would be a good one. He always said that. He always said Hakuna. 
<laughs> he, did all, he did always say Akuna. <laughs> he always said it. I heard it. <laughs> he always said Akuna. 